What's hopping in Texas? Thank you for joining us on this episode. <laughs> yes. We are with you in Sherman <gasps> at 903 Brewers. Awesome. Thank I'm you, your, Jeremy. Yeah. I'm your host, Abel, and I'm with Jane. And we got Vincent. Hello, y'all. And today we have Jeremy Roberts. And awesome. what are you doing here? Uh, a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> always today, yeah. I get to drink beer and hang out and talk on yes. a podcast. Yeah, best <laughs> yes, part. Best Love it. Part, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you uh, brought us a beer. Uh, what are we drinking? Oh yes, please. So this, you know, Sasquatch is the beer that put us on the map. Mm -hmm. uh, we won a silver medal, 2015, the Great American Beer Festival. Awesome. So this was actually beer was aged for 14 months mm -hmm. in um, Iron Root Republic. It's a distillery nice. just yeah. down the road. Yeah, they're awesome. And uh, this is our peanut butter barrel age Sasquatch. Oh, it's awesome. And it's... so uh, it was funny. Like everybody, whenever we open the bottle, they can start smelling the peanut butter. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we don't use any like uh, what I call fake flavoring. Awesome. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's the reason why our beers yes. are expensive because we use the real stuff. Yes. <laughs> but uh, PB2 peanut it's butter, powder peanut butter. Yeah. And man, it just... You know, we use a ton of it. It's very expensive. But uh -huh. the aroma, the mouthfeel, the flavor, to me, this tastes like a liquid peanut butter It's cup. solid. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. It good. smells like and it. Good. The smell is it's amazing. And the barrel, as, you can't as, miss it. It's, yeah, as I was pouring, I smelled booze and they peanut butter. They complement <laughs> each other so well. Well, the nice thing about having a distillery right down the road, mm -hmm. as soon as they empty the barrels, you know, we get them. We <laughs> fill them. That's so, awesome. you know, yeah. uh, there's probably still a bunch of whiskey in it. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Which, you know, makes, makes life good. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Makes it worth it. And then it's it. got yeah. the peanut butter in there, so it's got protein. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. it's basically like a workout drink. Yeah. It's healthy. <laughs> yeah. Post-workout, right? A, yeah. It's a definitely. It's like a smoothie. Come on. Yeah, let's finish great. Uh, dry uh, what, January. Was, what was the ABV on this? See? 12%. 12%. 12% is what he clocked in at. Nice. So. Very good start to the day. Yeah, it'll, it's cold. It'll warm us up. Right? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and is it going to be on the market or is it just uh, exclusive to 903? Yeah, this is our brewery only release. A lot of our barrel aged beers that we do. Hmm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's neat. There's this whole world of, you know, trading and, mm -hmm. and, and the secondary markets. And the more limited it is, the more people got to have it. Oh, yeah. Yes. The more it's just kind of you can get anywhere. It's, right. So it's always funny whenever I, I read Untapped. I hate Untapped. Oh, yeah. Everybody <laughs> You're does. You're not the only one. There's a lot of people, does. yes. Yeah. So the funny part of it is, is if it's something that anybody can get, mm -hmm. they're like, uh, meh, 3.75. But oh, if it's one that's like 15 cases, they're like, oh, man, 4.75. I waited in line outside <laughs> so, for three hours. I got yeah. this beer. And, you know, I'm like... Man, you know, just because it's limited, <laughs> they're it's brutal. amazing, <laughs> right? <laughs> but if it's, you know, widely distributed, and oh. we've grown, because we used to be a barrel and a half brew house, now we're oh. 30 barrel. Heck yeah. And nice. um, so, you know, because we distribute so much beer, and, and it's out on the market, a lot of people are like, meh. <laughs> but then if it's something that's really exclusive and at the brewery, it's like, oh, this is amazing. Okay. Yes rare right so, i'm the other way i yeah. i give everything a five and i've gotten a lot of flack for it but i feel <laughs> i didn't brew the beer somebody's making it just like art mm -hmm. and it's not my place to judge so unless there's mm -hmm. something like extremely wrong with it it's getting a five for me <laughs> yeah so if there's something wrong with it it gets a four and a half or what yeah it gets a four <laughs> yeah well now see and i'm i used to be the same way i'd be like oh man no and then i had the italian pilsner when i came here Super great, solid yeah. check pills, 4%, yeah. easy to start, great drink. I get a 4.75, says awesome Pilsner. Tagged him in, where I was at. Like, but I used to be the same way. I'd be like, 
yeah, don't like it, you know. <laughs> and I did like three. I'm like, man, that's not what this is for. That's well, terrible. And everything has a style, and not every style is for you. But somebody put like blood, sweat, and tears into it, so it's getting a five. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I'm straight up. If I, if we make a bad beer and if we release it, it's bad, I deserve a, you know, a meh in a point <laughs> point two five. Right I mean, I, I mean, if we if we do a bad job, give give it to me. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just like you know when people are like meh, it's okay, and I'm like. <laughs> What? Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. And I say, okay, brew something better than yeah, yourself. Right, right. You know, step up. Step we're, up. We're used to it, right. You get in the if you're if you're listening and you're going to get into you, know, you want to open a craft brewery uh, or you know or any business you're going to start, get thick skin. And yeah. at the end of the day, if someone talks you know crap about you or your business, they're not your customer. Find the people that love you and that support you and rally behind you, and just you know just. Market yourself towards them. There right? you and, go. Yeah. And that's what we've tried to do. And man, I brewed a hundred different beers last year. So nice. I promise you, when someone talks awesome. shit about one of my beers, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm like, I promise you, I have something you're gonna like. Yeah. Just, yeah. you know, let me let me find it for you. Yeah. Right. And um, and I I don't get my feelings hurt, but it's uh <laughs> I'm going into my eighth year. And so, you know, we've we've gotten thicker skin over I'll the say, years. Yeah, doing doing something right. Right. <laughs> now, did you brew over a hundred beers because of COVID or that's what you had planned out already? So what we saw, you know, uh, it's so funny cause my original business plan, which I reread during COVID cause you know, we didn't have nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> and, uh, um, I needed something to laugh at cause I was just scared out of my mind whenever they, we first got shut down. Right. Right. But it was like brew four core beers and then maybe remember the word maybe brew two seasonals. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, that was it at the time, you know, the, um, the brewery that really kind of inspired me and want to open a brewery was Rar and Sons out of Fort Worth. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. you know, so like when I really started getting into craft beer was, you know, 2010. And at the time, you know, if you looked at, it was just, you know, it was, it was like a blonde, a red, mm-hmm. you know, they had ugly pug and then, you know, there wasn't a really lot out there available. So in Texas, we were really getting educated on, on beers and style of beers. So my whole model was kind of following what yeah, Ron Sons did. Awesome. Nice. Now those guys are awesome. They are, they make amazing beer Yeah, they have some and good it's stuff. still one of my favorite breweries. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, but if you looked at, you know, I'm a, I'm a marketing guy. I, I, and so, you know, I'm constantly reading social media. I'm, I'm looking at things, looking at trends, you know, going to festivals, talking to people. And a lot of uh, brewers, they don't do that. They're like, this is what we brew. This is who we are. Yeah. And we're only going to brew that. That's fine if you've got a lot of money. But, you know, <laughs> I, I don't. And so I'm in the business to sell beer. Uh-huh. So like three or four years ago, we saw the writing on the wall that, A, unfortunately, people aren't brand loyal. So, which means is, is, um, you know, you're going to have your, your people that live in your hometown that are going to support your brewery no matter what. Right. But if they have an opportunity to buy another six pack or if they're at a bar, there's another beer, they're probably going to try that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So we had to reinvent ourselves constantly. And what we found is, is like, say, Hey, look, if we brew a bunch of different beers, then we're always new. Right. So uh, we we decided, and this is pre-COVID, was was we're going to brew a hundred different beers for the year 2020. Oh, awesome! And um, so that's what we did going into it. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I think that was our big saving grace that we were so successful last year. Mm -hmm. um, Is because we brewed so many different beers. So some of them are brewery only. Yeah. A lot of them you can, you know, and then a, a lot of them you can get out in the market. 
But we just said, hey, if the customers aren't going to be brand loyal, then let's give them what they want. What's yeah. new? What's next? Right. And so pretty much every week we, we try to release anywhere between two to three different beers. Oh, wow. And how's that on, um, and we're way off our questions here. How's that on like you guys? We, and, like, we, started we haven't started <laughs> on, you know, as far as development and who's brewing it, the brewmaster, like, I mean, who, how's, as obviously you're making it work. Is that more taxing than if you hadn't decided to do that or? So, you know, what, what you do, and, and if you look at our, you know, the beers that we release, we love fruit. So we lose, a, we use a lot of fruit in all of our beers. Mm -hmm. And so <clears throat> what we've kind of did was we've got a cream ale that is our so we do this down with the pastryarchy series yeah, uh, I my, that. my wife is um uh, uh she is a badass oh and yeah she, run, she runs too. the brewery mm -hmm. and um <laughs> you know we're a majority woman-owned brewery we employ more women than we do men awesome. and so nice. i reached out to them and said hey let's do this whole series in mm -hmm. of pastry beers okay so you know what do you want to what do you want to call this and so that they're like let's do call it down with the pastryarchy <laughs> and so it's kind of yeah, always awesome. the joke is yeah. the women that work for us. And uh, I don't know if y'all have ever met out in the market, Brittany, who's our brand ambassador in Dallas. I think I have. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she knows more about beer than, than anybody. And, um, but when she's at festivals or at tastings, men like to mansplain to her. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. I get that a lot. Yeah. Uh -oh. all the time. <laughs> I'm sure you get it all the time. Yeah. Right? Yes. Wow. So, where's the beer bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so, what they said to someone. Where's the beer bro? And they pointed to me and they said, she's the best beer bro we have. Yeah, she, she is the bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So they came up with this, said, hey, let's call it down with the pastry archy. It's a pastry right. beers, uh -huh. pastry archy. And, yeah. you know, like, and, and what we found is, is we have more uh, women who drink our beer than men. Right. And so, wow. okay. so we, you know, we, we thought it was really important to like let everybody know we're a majority woman owned brewery. Yep. We employ more women than we yeah. do men. And, um, so with that, um, we use a lot of fruit. Mm -hmm. And so basically we have a cream ale that's part of our pastryarchy and we have a stout that's part of our pastryarchy. Mm -hmm. So it's the same base like Sasquatch with, and then we just add different fruits to it. Mm -hmm. So, we can brew a lot of a same beer and then add different adjuncts to it. Awesome. Okay. And then it's, you know, it's a different beer, right? Yeah. And so that helps us be consistent with our flavors and understanding exactly how much fruit or how much chocolate, how much vanilla, how much peanut butter goes into right. every beer. Um, and that's really what's helped us be consistent. And, uh, and, and two, like we're going into our eighth year. Yeah. So we've made it's, a million mistakes. Right. Yeah. A million. How, how many more can you make? <laughs> Two million. <laughs> I was just impressed that you had a plan for 2020 and stuck to it because we had a plan for 2020 and it didn't happen. Right. Yeah, so. <laughs> we were going to run a bunch of 5Ks <laughs> and they all got shut down. I, I ran a bunch of episodes. Yeah. yeah. But one thing yeah. I wanted to ask with that, uh, you mentioned about the fruits and the adjuncts. And again, just like the barrel aged here, uh, are you sticking to that where it's not artificial, it's the fresh, it's the good the yeah. stuff? You know, and, and so we get a lot of people that complain about our prices of our beer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, in, in, in no offense, I mean, I understand it's a tough time for people financially right. in this, but like, man, we're really sticking true to our roots. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, man, I'm spending and, and, and people are like, holy crap, how? I mean, just on fruit, especially for our slushies and our pastryarchies and stuff, you know, around $50,000 a month in just fruit. Yeah. Right. Wow. And so when people go, you know, why is a four pack of your slushies in your tap room twenty two ninety nine, or, you know, at, at a retailer, a single can is eight ninety nine. Mm -hmm. 
well, we're spending 50 grand a month on fruit. Yeah. And, <laughs> right. and so, you know, yeah. we're sticking true to like, hey, I want this beer to be amazing. Mm -hmm. And I want it to be amazing for you. And if I'm going to do that, it's going to be pricey. Yeah. And so that's what we, we've done. And it's it's been difficult to do. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, less and less people can afford all of our releases. Right. But at the same time, you know, that's why we've expanded where we send our beer to. Yeah. That's and just kind of really focus on we're going to find that buyer. Right. I don't want to I don't want you to get a beer and go, damn, this slushy was amazing. And then the next one you get, I'm like, how can I make it cheaper? And you get it and you're like, uh-uh. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah. Well, so. and uh, I know Abel and I work with a guy who's like ex cowboy, retired, you know, professional bull rider. <laughs> and like, was like, ex cowboy. Uh, <laughs> he's still bull full rider. on no. cowboy. Yeah. But I mean, he's like Michelob Ultra, this and that. But he's he's drinking some craft beer now. And he's like, I could never go back to that piss beer is what he said, <laughs> you know, but I also told him, you know, he's like, man, the price. And I was like, because they're putting better it's, ingredients in it. Yeah. That's why it costs more. You know, like I could put, you know, garbage in it all day long and charge you this flat rate, but you really want good stuff. You got to put, yeah. you know, good in it. And, and, and I, I definitely see how he's could be that baseline of like, you know, moving into actually moving to craft and he understands it and he, he pays it. And, you know, I understand it's tough for people right now, but, that was a thing for me too. You know, Janie would bring stuff home and I was like, whoa, 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 how much was that? You know? I was like, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, here she, already. She didn't tell me a lot. Like too late, we spent it. But definitely why, you know, I mean, hops are expensive. Proper ingredients is expensive. You know what I mean? Well, it's, and it's it depends on what you love. Like, honestly, I'd spend more on a beer than I probably would on a pair of jeans. <laughs> That's it. I was just thinking, like, I will go to one ply toilet paper so I yeah. can keep up my craft beer. I don't care, guys. Like, yeah, whatever. Don't tell the kids. Don't tell the kids. Don't listen. Children. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know. I mean, it's it's definitely commendable, you know. And Absolutely. And you, you taste yeah. it in the beer, mm -hmm. like, for sure. So, you know, kudos to you. Um, you know, there are a lot of breweries out there that you're know, like, oh, it's tough times. I can't put mm -hmm. that or put this. And then they'll, you know, lower their prices. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's struggling and yeah. you got to do what you got to do. But, mm -hmm. you know, uh, kudos to you for sticking to it. Yeah. Like you can taste it in every beer. So. Definitely not Super shaming delicious. those, but definitely no, no, uh, of extolling not. and elevating you guys and what yes. you've done. Because that's awesome. Well, yeah. that's great. Guys. And I was wondering if the can shortage hit you at all. Oh, yeah. So it so. Two things. Mm -hmm. Yes, it has. But, you know, we've, um, you know, we've been blessed on, on, you know, being, so before we opened the brewery, my wife and I own a financial coaching company. Mm -hmm. So we're, we stick to budgets. Awesome. Yeah. You know, we got to do it. We save money, set back for a rainy day. Mm -hmm. And so the, the main thing we would always do is pre can shortage. We would just get like four big pallets of cans at a time and, and, um, uh, if you've ever been to a brewery, you've seen, you know, so the thing is, is, you know, um, because we haven't needed a storm and we don't want them to take up a lot of room. Well, what we saw was these trucking companies were like, hey, you can get 20 pallets on a truck. So wow. if you're only buying four, we're not interested in doing business with you. Right. Yeah. However, we have cans, but you have to buy 20 pallets. Mm -hmm. So to let you know how expensive 20 pallets a truckload of cans are, you know, right now it's with shipping and everything, it's about $26,000. Oh, dang. Wow. So to, to get that, we have to pay $26,000 to oh, get wow. a truckload of cans. Yeah. Dang. So, um, uh, you know, we've, you know, we've budgeted and we planned for a rainy day mm -hmm. and this has been our rainy day. And so we've been able to stay on top and have cans. That's awesome. We also used to do printed on cans. Mm-hmm. 
and we, we, we killed those brands. Okay. So we put labels on all of our cans now. Well, we've forgotten about them. And they called and said, hey, do you want these cans? If not, we can sell them. We're like, holy crap, y'all have cans? And so <laughs> we found a lot. And so we've been, we've been bringing those in. Nice. Okay. So we've got really lucky to kind of get through this shortage. Nice. That's awesome. So we're about 60 minutes in. Should we start a, with the questions? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> awesome. yeah, we haven't even started yet. And we're, know. you know. I told you I'm bad about it. I no, just going it's, for it's not even that. Like, yeah. it was great. I was hooked. I was, too. I was, I was like, like, I was just enjoying it. I was everything. like, well, I would Keep listen talking. to this podcast. Yeah, this is. I'm going to subscribe to this. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, question number one. 20 minutes in. No, I'm kidding. Um, so what was your first craft beer yes. that so, you can remember? So, you know, I always talk because I'm a Texan. And so like the first, you know, I kind of talked about Rar and Sons. Mm -hmm. But I remember I was at H2 Steakhouse. It's on the uh, stockyards in Fort Worth. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I had gone in there and this was like 2011. And uh, I'd saw a Shiner tap hand. Oh, okay. so oh. I said, I'll take a shiner in mm -hmm. the, in the young lady did her job. She said, <laughs> if you like shiner, let me tell you about this brewery here called Raw and Sons. Awesome. And hey. they have a beer called Iron Thistle. Yes. Can I bring you a sample? Is that we heavy? Yeah. Can I bring you a sample? I said, bring it. Yeah. Tried it. <laughs> you know, man, we're down the stockyards. We've already been drinking and I mm -hmm. drink it. And I was like, Holy crap! This beer is amazing. Give I was like, some. yeah. And then they, if you go to H two, if you they bring, they have them these big goblets. Yeah. So it looks like you're getting way more beer than you actually yeah. are because it's so heavy. <laughs> and you're, you know, you're, glass. you're drinking. And what was funny is it was in a frozen mug, which is yeah. now you're like, don't ever don't do that. Do that. Exactly. Yeah, no, yes. no, 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 no. Especially you don't want that. that beer. You're right. And um, you know, I so that was like I, I tell everybody, I, I you know, I had other craft beer before that. But, you know, being a Texan, we talk about that's my, that was the, that was the beer that was like, I'm all in. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm all that's in. Awesome, I've man. had a couple of those. <laughs> and so, um, and, and still, you know, it's one of my, my favorite beers and, mm -hmm. you know, Rod and Sons and Fritz, you know, he's got a special place in my heart what yeah, he's okay, done. Okay. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I love, I love that brewery. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. love it. They're great. So, that's so, so, so cool. um, my first Texas craft brewery, or, yeah. I had it at the fair. I had Ugly Pug. Nice. That, okay. was, that was my, yeah. That community was, was mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She brought home a lot of community. The uh, wit beer. I was sold. Uh -huh. <laughs> revolver back in the day before. I mean, yeah. it was straight yeah, revolver. It's changed. Pre, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, lots of other goodies right. you brought home for sure. So we have noticed you are a husband and wife duo. What was your journey into the craft beer world together? Yeah. So, so what was funny, so we had a, we had a financial coaching company mm -hmm. and you know, I, I had no hobby. And so, you know, I was like, <laughs> I need to, I need to have a hobby. Well, getting into, um, you know, uh, fall in love with, uh, Rar and Sons right. and, and that beer. Mm -hmm. Funny thing is just kind of how things come together. So at our, at our church here in town, uh, uh, one of the elders at the time, um, he had said that, uh, oh, y'all go to Fort Worth a lot. We said, yeah. And he said, well, my son-in-law is a, because he knew I like beer. He goes, it's a brewer at Rar and Sons. He's like, I just had their beer. It's amazing. <laughs> so my yeah. wife actually went to uh, school with the elder's daughter. And so um, we reached out, you know, Facebook. Hey, we're coming to town. We'd love to meet you. We love the beer. Mm -hmm. da, da, da. So we went and just really kind of start hanging out at, at the yeah. brewery. We've awesome. been to a bunch of other breweries before, yeah. yeah. but you know, seeing it and getting to know and talking to mm -hmm. the brewer. And so it's so funny was one day I was like, I need a hobby. I need a hobby. <laughs> I'm at the brewery and, and, and talking, his name's Austin Jones. He's now at, at a homebrew store there in Haltham city. 
he said, uh, I said, what are these guys doing in the corner over here? Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, there's a homebrewers. They come up here and brew. We wow. kind of, yeah, yeah. you know, we, they, we let them use some of our stuff. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> you, you can brew beer at home and <laughs> you know so immediately this little homebrew store there and where now austin works at in, in haltom city um you know i went there and i spent like 400 bucks oh. and bought all the stuff and it was my hobby yeah and it was like i was hooked yeah hell yeah nice you know, i loved it i mm-hmm. loved the process of making it i love the process of you know like friends coming over and trying it and mm-hmm. tasting it it's the best part and selling yeah. it right <laughs> yeah and so uh whenever we would travel with our with our uh financial coaching company we'd always go to different towns yeah and mm-hmm. we'd always find ourselves at a brewery and one of the things that i really liked was the story was this is a rundown area mm-hmm. we went in here because the rent was really cheap right and then you know everything just grew around us right yeah i would i'd and, move near a brewery definitely yeah. and so we <laughs> said our town needs this and we we had, had this uh, this financial company com- financial awesome. coaching company for 12 yeah. years and we were like finding an exit strategy we were uh-huh. done with it yeah oh, wow. and so we were like let's start a brewery in our town and it's funny it's taken almost eight years but as you can see we have all these duplexes building up around yeah us, right? yeah yeah and so yeah. i know i told her i'm like i want that house right yeah away. he was <laughs> like i want to live right there here's the deal we're only going to be here by another 18 months anyway when we build no. a new place so, <laughs> so um but you know, it's just, we did, we revitalized this area. This was, you know, a heavily rundown drugs. Now that we're here, there's a lot of presence here. Yeah. As far as people, the drugs are now gone. New That's people come good. in, people yeah. buying these old homes, redevelop them. And then you can see over here, this, all these townhomes being built. So it's neat. We did exactly what other people were doing. And That's awesome, yeah. uh, we wanted to do that here in our uh-huh. little town. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine having like a greater impact than that. That's so awesome. That, yeah, that's yeah. a huge well, impact. And I think this leads you into your question. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, you may have already answered it, but bear with us. Um, how has that journey led you into opening Iron 3? You already mentioned, you know, most of that. Is there any any spots, any spaces you missed in that? So, no, I mean, it, it was, so we were we were burned out on our other job. Right. We mm-hmm. did it. We conquered it. You know, we, I mean, like not to go on about it in that other industry because it's not what it's about, but. Mm-hmm. I was at the top of my game on that. Yeah. I was speaking at, you know, seminars where there was, you know, 5,000, 10,000 people. Right. And I've done it. I checked my box. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm one that like, I, I, I like once I've done it, I, let's move on. And let's, let's do something new. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've got to continue to push ourselves. Well, long story short, it was like, this is a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's start a business again. Mm-hmm. And we looked back at it and we were like, the hell are we thinking? Uh, <laughs> you know? And now it's like yeah. <laughs> we're glad that we did. Yeah, right. You know? Absolutely. And because it was really yeah. tough. Yeah. Well, again, you never see. You kind of have to. I know. I was like, that's most of our decisions. That, that you know, the <laughs> telescopic view of like, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, in the moment, you're like, mm. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll squeeze my question in there. Why Sherman? Like, I don't think Vincent's even been to Sherman. No, I had. I used no. to have to come up here to the clean farthest, up a Starbucks. Yeah, <laughs> I've been to Anna for yeah. that burger. But other than yeah. that, Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Oh, yeah. Because um, we're from California. So yeah, Carl's Jr. is big there. And yeah. this, that's the only Carl's Jr. in Anna, Texas. It's a truck stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anna, Texas. <laughs> right there. I'll go. <laughs> I think we even bought lottery tickets. Yeah. But when I first started working in Texas for Starbucks, there was a store in Sherman and they asked me to come help mm-hmm. out and clean up. And I used to cover shifts there. And like people wouldn't show up and i was like where yeah. are they and they're like oh they're probably back in jail and i was like what and they were yeah. like oh that's a sherman thing <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so my fun. question is why sherman <laughs> yeah. so we're both from here and what's, okay. what's funny is uh-huh. is you know um you know most entrepreneurs aren't good students yeah. right because yeah. we're thinking like 
I'm never going to use this. Like right. high school for me was a social event. Mm-hmm. I played sports and then it was like, like that. Yeah. where's the party this weekend? Right. <laughs> and if there's not one, I'm going to get people together so that we can make one. Right. <laughs> so, you know, the only reason why I made seventies was because my teachers love me and they're like, mm-hmm. we can't give you a B. Yeah. Damn sure. Can't give you an A. Right. No. So we're going to give you a 70 mm-hmm. so that cause just you're a good guy. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and so, um, you know, I didn't go to college. And, but I'm an entrepreneur. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's my, that's my, my thing. And so, you know, in high school, a lot of people laughed at me, but I was voted most likely to be stuck in Sherman because I wasn't going to college. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but I've done something with my community. Yeah. Right. You know, I've built that's this hospital. Huge. I mean, I, I built this mm-hmm. brewery yeah. and I'm chairman yeah. of the board of our hospital. I'm really involved in it and I care to make it grow. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm proud to be stuck in Sherman. What's funny, right. all my friends left. Guess what? Now they're back. Yeah. yeah. And they're yeah. like, man, what you did was awesome. I was like, you used to make fun of me. That's right. Yeah. And, right. Sherman, yeah. right? Yeah. and it's growing and people it's, know yeah. who you are, yeah. you know? And it's not even that. It's just like what you're doing is huge and impactful. Definitely. And back to your C's, our 17-year-old <laughs> just <laughs> passed her driver's thinking. test last Friday. And she got a 72. And I was like, wow, 72. And she's like, well, C's get degrees. Yeah. And I was like, who, yeah. where did it stop? You need to get rid of that quote right now. She's but like, I mean, it's real. She's you know? the next entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> the next one. She wants she, to be a doctor. So. <laughs> you know, she could be that doctor. That she has some driving opportunities. Gets everything. Like, gets oh, C's. you passed. <laughs> she passed and she's a doctor. But, you know, what you can do? Yeah. yeah. Doctor to be that borrows our car and it's real scary. Real scary. Yeah. Please well, we have insurance. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fully insured. We love yeah, you. Please be safe. Yeah. Boy, we should take a break. Here. We should definitely take a break. Yeah. It's worth 25 minutes. I have to potty, and I love this story so far. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for being with us. We'll be back, y'all. Come on, cheers, back, cheers. Guys. Welcome back, guys. Jeremy brought us a bunch of. Uh, Variety of beers. Yeah, my goodness. Yeah. Yes. And they all look delicious. But the first one we cracked open was the Pickle Gosa. Jeremy, you want to talk about that one? Oh, man. Yeah. So you good. mentioned you made your own Brian, correct? Yeah, please yeah. tell us. So we actually brewed this beer, uh, it would have been four years ago. And we did it as a small batch uh-huh. for our. Um, our four-year anniversary party. Nice. Okay. And so at that point, what we were doing is we were doing a bunch of little local collaborations. We were brewing like 10-gallon, 15-gallon batches of beer mm-hmm. with different businesses or different people in the community because okay. going into year four, we were so we, we were so blessed and thankful that we were still around. Yeah. Right, right. Well, a, a guy at the time, he was really trying to push his his pickles. <laughs> so just like we use like our, our down at the Pastryarchy, we use a lot of that from local bakeries. And so we thought, hey, let's use his local pickles. <laughs> so we used his brine to make it in um, because he, he was kind of a, a cottage kitchen is what they call it. So they could okay. sell it yeah. at farmer's market. Okay. Yeah. It really wasn't consistent. It was all uh, these different stuff. Uh, and it was fun for an anniversary party. Right, right. So we um, we said uh, we so many people over the years was like, y'all should do it again. And we're like, no. No, we're not doing a pickle beer. <laughs> well, then, you know, uh, Martin House came out with theirs and it exploded with the best made. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So all yeah. of our customers were like, man, you know, we loved y'all. You need to do it again. Right. And and I'm like, no, we're not interested in it. Mm-hmm. I got tired of seeing all my friends on social media 
drinking Martin House's right. beer, right? These are my friends. <laughs> Drink my beer. Okay. So I was like, well, me. well, I'll be damned. I was like, okay, we're going to have to do it. <laughs> so we collaborated with, uh, uh, their name is Popkins Pickles, and um, for them to use their brine to do it. And it just, it, it was okay, but it didn't fit what we wanted, his adjuncts and stuff with the beer. Right. And then plus two, we had his branding on the beer. Mm-hmm. And then, so what we decided was, is like, you know, we're, we're really careful about using other people's brand because what if they post something online or mm-hmm. go right. crazy? You're tied yeah. to that. Yeah. yeah then exactly. people will hate on us. Right, 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 right. So it was at a good point for us just to part ways. Yep. And move on. Mm-hmm. And we kind of got some flack for it because of his fans. Mm-hmm. But we're like, man, look, he's not even selling pickles in grocery stores. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's hustling at farmer's markets. Yeah. Right. No disrespect. Right. But like, you know, if he wants to up his game, and put it on all these shelves and right. we'd love to help him, but mm-hmm. why promote his brand if he's not doing anything with it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus two, we said, Hey, look, we're a restaurant. We make our own pickles. Let's make yeah. our pickles and make a pickle brine. And the amount that we make, I mean, we're talking like we had to make for this, le- this last batch that we did, you know, almost 300 gallons of pickle brine oh, wow. <laughs> to, to, um, to, to do it but we were able to say hey this is our base beer this is what it tastes like mm-hmm. you know like what recipe what do we need to, to do to make this brine mm-hmm. is a perfect marriage with our beer and that's what we did yeah. and so you good. know so many yeah. people have loved this batch versus the batch that we did with him yeah. it's oh. it's like fresh it's, and clean yeah. it just i mean it's I, I haven't had perfect anything balance like this. of everything in and there, i love yeah. martin house's pickle beer but this is just like a, a step up well it reminds me of how our daughters save the pickle juice in they our do. fridge oh my gosh <laughs> you know how many ample, empty pickle jars yeah. we find it? and they're like i was gonna drink that <laughs> I was like, it, well there's six helps, of them in there it helps after uh workouts yeah, yeah i right. don't think they're the working cramps, out yeah. they're not working out <laughs> well, at all they're saving it for you guys for us yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks girls but yeah. you know and to go back that you know i love martin house no disrespect to theirs i'm just teasing because they were my friends it's posting on social media i'm like i want you drinking mine right, right. you're yeah. my friends exactly <laughs> and, and as childish as that sounds but i was like okay well, we'll do it well, we did it and we're like okay we did it we did it and then so good. So people good, liked though. it and oh then so the first batch we did 100 cases just for the brewery mm-hmm. and it was right when we were shut down for covid oh yeah so, but we sold out that weekend. Our cases like boom. Yeah, it's so right. people needed to yeah. drink during COVID and, <laughs> a little bit. And so we were like, okay, well, we may do it again. <laughs> and then we did another batch, and we did like 300 cases, kept 100 for the tap room, and then 200 distroed, mm-hmm. and it sold out really fast. Oh gosh! And then, um, mm-hmm. then that was with the uh, Popkins pickles, and we we're like, okay, we need to we need to get away from mm-hmm. his brand and really because we had his name on the can and pitch, it's right. a picture of his dad. So. Yeah. So we did our own on this one, and we did, I think, a 1,000 cases. Sold and out. Yeah. Sold and so yeah. I was like, we're never going to brew it again. It's... Well, we got next batch releasing in about 30 <laughs> days, right? <laughs> so, you awesome. know, the plan is is not to have it always available. Yeah. But going into spring, it's a perfect pickle it's... goza weather. Yeah. Like right now, it's cold. You're not going to be like, I want pickle goza. I still do. No, but there we go. Like, yeah. And in Texas, you get those, like, freak days. Oh, it's, like, actually true. warm. What was it Wednesday? It was 68. <laughs> We had to turn on the air conditioner it's on Wednesday. Nice. Are you kidding me, Texas? And then the next day was we were back to the heater. Yeah, to, we lit a fire the next day. So, I saw, my goodness. I saw a meme out there that said, uh, 
Mother Nature's throwing the weather out there like Powerball numbers. <laughs> so Maybe true. we should do that. We That's should write it. that down. Yeah. That would be the winner. Yeah. There, there you go. go. There you go. Do the temperatures. Yeah. <laughs> and then you said uh, you, you don't want this available, you know, all the time. And personally, I didn't even know you you made a pickle beer. Yeah, I had no idea. So is and I think you touched base on it. So is it for distro or is it just uh, well, it is brewery? now. We distro okay. that. Um, uh, the first batch it was a distro. You know, we is a brewery only. Yeah. Get real small. Yeah. And because the guy couldn't make enough. Okay. And then, you know, the second one, we really pushed it to what he could make for us. And, um, and the third one, you know, we were just like, okay, we got to make our own brunch that we can. Yeah. He, I mean, he does it out of a house. Oh, and so yeah. It's part of the cottage kitchen for, yeah. for, um, um, for farmers markets. But anyway, it, you know, at the end of the day, we were like, we, we want it to be what we want. We're brewers. We're, you know, we, we have a restaurant. Yeah. We're foodies. We, yeah. we, we know how to make stuff. And I feel like uh, the team did a really good job making that brine for that beer. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, you, you can taste it. No, <laughs> this is much cleaner. It just seems like if it's possible for a can of pickle beer, it's fresher. Yeah. It just well, agree. pops. It's I'm great. I'm not going to compare it to anything. It's just tasty on its own. It, it pretty is very, much, very yeah. tasty. I for sure. definitely asked her if there was more in the can and I drank it. If you're a pickle <laughs> lover, if you're a ghost lover. Yes. <laughs> yeah. If you can find it, it's pick it up. great, guys. Definitely check it out. So. It's you. Abel? I don't think we asked that question. How did you decide? Oh, yeah. Food in a brewery. So, yeah. yeah. So, here. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Ask the question. I crossed it off. I crossed it off. Yeah. I it's could that, see it. I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, you know what it was? Yeah, it was a barrel aged decision. That's what that, <laughs> that was. It was a barrel aged, yes. <laughs> Maybe he got uh, pickled. So how did you decide to go with adding food like a brew pub instead of just being yeah. a normal, or I wouldn't say normal brewery, but just brewery with no food? Right, right, right. So, you know, uh, man, it's just. It, kind of how it all come together is just really kind of a blessing. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the thing is, is, you know, like most breweries, we have food trucks. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So man, it would just be like at the, at forever. We were only open Thursday night, which tonight we do trivia. And then Saturdays, like most breweries, just 12 to four. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's it. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, the, man, nothing was more frustrating was whenever I'd get a phone call Five minutes before we're scheduled to open, and then the food truck was like, "Hey, not coming today." You know, <laughs> something came up or whatever. What? Or the food truck would come and would be they would wouldn't prepare yeah. and they would sell out in an hour. Oh, so no. people would come in and like, "Hey, where's the food today?" And like, we're like, "Uh, they they're already left or whatever," and then they would just leave. Mm -hmm. And so my dad had a little bitty grilled cheese restaurant downtown Sherman, mm -hmm. seven tables, wow. and he was only open during lunch. And I was like, "Dad." Let's let's talk. This is like three years ago. I was like, let's talk. Right. I was like, what if we we've got plenty of space here in, in the brewery? What if we move you here? Um, you know, we'll we'll merge on the food side. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you already know we're busier. We're gonna open from just Thursday and Saturday. We're gonna open six days a week. And then you can just move all your team over here. It'd be a perfect transition because they were cooking over here some. Yeah. Nice. And um, so it just worked and we went from a grilled cheese to now we do pizza and mm -hmm. burgers and we do, you know, crazy stuff like these big trash can nachos. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, um, you know, now we serve, you know, duck wings, the little drummets, you know. Uh, so, crazy. you know, we've really expanded yeah. our, our menu since that and we're going to continue that. But it just kind of 
perfect from family owned business. Dad had a restaurant, just merged on that side and kind of the rest is history. Nice. I love that, man. I that's so great to be able to work with family. Yeah. You know, like sometimes. That, that's, yeah. I know. Yeah. I was thinking my first job was with my cousins and there was you know uh, you told me some positives and scary. Then, <laughs> scary, scary. There's also some yeah. But no, I've been, I, I lost my dad, you know, when I <laughs> yeah. was, uh, before I turned 30 and uh, that's just so cool that you get this, you know, even if it's like hectic, bad time, that's so awesome. That you could do yeah. that. Yeah. And I love that it works out. That's awesome. Yeah. I wish I could see my parents more. They're like out in the Fort Worth area know, as well. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, Jane. It's horrible. So I have kind of a heavy question. How has 903 had to pivot during the pandemic to stay on top of your game, especially being on the outskirts of the DFW? Yeah, and you already answered some of this. So Which might be this. good. Yeah. Yeah. There's not a lot of breweries around here. Yeah, yeah I don't mind, you know, kind true. of re-talking re yeah. about it. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, the thing is, is, you know, mm -hmm. what happened is immediately mm -hmm. we all got shut down. Right. Was it yeah. March or April? It was kind of, a, I guess, April, right? Weren't we shut down during April? For sure, yeah. yeah and so... You know, um, well, what was crazy is, you know, we were to go only. Yeah. So, you know, like I had all these kegs for the draft room, I mean, for the tap room. And then I had all these kegs that were going for all, you know, all these accounts. They were already packaged. And you're sitting there and you're like, shit, yeah. you know, is this the end of the world? And so, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people, my wife is too, is like, man, we got two choices. You can either sink or you can swim. And I know I'm, I'm a I'm a fat guy. I can swim my ass off. <laughs> I'm going to challenge Michael Phelps to swim one day. Do it. And so I want to see it. So the thing is, is like we're swimmers. So you know, um, whenever that hit, and we were doing you know a lot of like food to go. I was running specials. Yeah. So you could get two pizzas and a uh -huh. six pack of beer for twenty ninety nine. Oh what? And we had cars lined down the oh, street. I would have been there nice. too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so then it was like. Uh, you know, people were waiting this long line and they were super nice because mm -hmm. it was COVID and they're trying to help keep us open. Yeah. Right. right I already right. had all this draft beer. So I, I mean that draft beer on that wall may maybe cost me 25 to 50 cents, depending on what beer it was. Mm -hmm. So I told people, I'm like, Hey, how many of y'all got in your car? Oh, there's two, there's three. All right, I need to see IDs. All right. Here's a free draft beer. Go park nah. over here, put this number on your car <laughs> and go over. So people were like, okay, so I can get food to go. And while I'm waiting, I can get a complimentary draft beer Frickin of anything amen. that I want, yes. right? Yes. Right. Yes. So yes. the thing awesome. is, then people were like, I can't sit, I can't sit inside your establishment, but you can see we got a big parking lot. Yeah. So then yeah, we so people were good. like, hey, because yeah. you can sell beer to go, right? right. So uh -huh. we're like, hey, let's do this. Uh -huh. Just go eat the food in your car. This is our brewery number. Just call us. Right. Tell us which car you're in. And, and, and at this point, the second one we charge for. We'll bring right. you a, uh, you know, a, draft beer to your uh -huh. car yeah. people want to get out of that damn house right right yeah. and the weather was nice it was spring and so you know we had parking lots <laughs> full we were sending food out we we're oh sending draft beer out people were sitting in their car They're and doing zoom calls yeah we <laughs> were just we were adapting to the times right yeah. we had no choice i feel some super fomo right now but this is like months ago but I'm like, yeah. oh, i would have been here we were sitting in our front yard drinking we, we were yeah <laughs> and so you know we just we adapted to it and then from from that that point you know we got to reopen mm -hmm. there's so many we got so many new customers oh, locally yeah. because a lot of people didn't realize that we were even they thought that we were just a bar yeah oh. our food was any good yeah. and they had it and they're like holy shit your food is amazing well, that's right. kind and of then, scary to order food from a brewery yeah. honestly yeah. <laughs> yeah. it is <laughs> but then you understand like i mean the precautions and the safety and the cleanliness like it's it's yeah but right usually there with it the all just tastes like fried 
bland pub food. It can. Well, it depends. It depends where <laughs> it depends. you're getting it from. You know. I mean, we've. I'm like, we've, I'm not not down for that. I'm just I mean, saying that's what I'm used to. They yeah. don't serve tofu everywhere. You oh, got to okay. understand. Okay. We'll try. We'll they don't sell just plain fries <laughs> <Yeah>. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it looks good. I mean, I don't. You know, because we're vegan, vegetarian, we don't eat it. But the I'm food not. looks good. <laughs> it really looks good. Yeah. You know. So I mean, definitely come on down, guys. Nine hundred three. Check it out. Yes. So it's called plant-based diet. It's yeah. Better yes. than vegan, right? Yeah. <laughs> that one. So that one. have y'all seen the? Not to get off on a different subject, but the documentary <laughs> Game Changers. Yes. Yes. So, um, you know, basically, uh, you know, I had learned that, you know, for years mm-hmm. I had eaten, you know, like a hamburger steak every day. Yeah. And right here, me too. And, me. And, me too. Yeah. My Still. stomach was always upset. Mm-hmm. So I learned. I watched the you know documentary Game Changers, and then you know the stuff that I'm putting in my body is 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 not good for us, right? Mm-hmm. And so watch the documentary, and so you know I like to eat a lot of fresh fruit and veggies, and yeah. you know being awesome. a plant based diet. Mm-hmm. So like you know we do have, you can order it. So like we have um, cauliflower crust pizza. Nice. Um, oh. We're we're working on getting. Um, a vegan style cheese. Yeah, they're but tough to so yeah, nail down. But so. we can get that's them. Awesome. So we're working on getting that and uh-huh. doing different more of those options here. I had no idea. That's awesome. And, and awesome. we're moving to Sherman. Yeah, pretty <laughs> but much. A lot yeah. of our stuff is on our menu is not plant based food. Yeah, <laughs> we had seen that. So we ate before, but it's not like a bias thing or anything. Like, you know, we knew to pregame before. Mm. But we'll pregame with food. Pre tofu. Pre tofu. You know. But that, I mean, it's awesome, and we don't want to, want to knock that style at all. But um, that is awesome that you know you're exploring that. I had no idea. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's awesome. That's big. Yeah. Yeah. Real yeah. big. I mean, I, I know it, there, it's I, definitely growing mm-hmm. here in DFW. I've, yeah. I've no, taken notice. So, mm-hmm. and so when we build our new facility, the plan is is to have more. We'll, we'll have because we have more space for the kitchen, do more bakery where we do more plant based, you know, stuff, and mm-hmm. then nice. also expand that menu. Um, because I can tell you, you know, uh, not to go on on, on that, that's a whole other topic, but right. you know, that's later in the show, Yeah, you know, how, how much better I feel when I eat that way. Yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's less heavy and, uh, we, we run a lot, we run a lot yeah. and, and years past we've gone to veggie fair, which is in October, it got canceled, but it'd be COVID. huge to tell like people, you know, who, I mean, cause we're vegan and love craft beer. So there's like a real tiny niche for that <laughs> of like what you can eat. But I mean, well, a lot of people ch- are embarrassed by it. And that's mm-hmm. why I like the documentary game changers because yeah. it says, says plant-based plant right. vegan. Yeah. Cause vegan sounds, they're weirdos. Yeah. They're like crazy. People, oh, you know, <laughs> goodness. She told me that when we first got married, she was, uh, she wanted to go vegetarian. I was like, yeah, of course, but don't <laughs> go vegan. Those people are crazy. Yeah. Months later we were vegan. Plant-based. Plant-based. <laughs> but yeah. And it's huge. And I feel much better with it you know and that's awesome that you guys are exploring that you so know is the new location in sherman and does it have heating <laughs> it will so you know we do have heating in that room <laughs> okay yeah. but um uh you know i wanted us to be able to spread out today covid yeah. no and, and i appreciate yeah. that yeah. thank yeah, you for being yeah. safely you know aware of that we, i appreciate yeah. it we try to touch base on that every episode mm-hmm. we do is you know yeah. Every brewery we go to is, you know, they're taking the precautions, mm-hmm. they're spreading out, they're making they you wear masks. They definitely are, guys. They're being so, safe, guys. Yes. Absolutely. So, you know, a lot of people won't go out because of that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they hear you know, breweries taking every precaution, mm-hmm. they might be more opted to come out. Yeah, so some what? people literally have not left their house yeah. since COVID well, started. On the opposite end of that, you know, a snippet that Jeremy said earlier, like, you know, people will be like, man, I don't care, I'm fine. I'm like, yeah. no, it's well, super, super real, yes. guys. Yeah. Super, well, super it's real. A thing. 
And my parents are pastors, Mm -hmm. you know, and they've been pastoring at a church. My mom's like a children's pastor and she got COVID and she has some underlying conditions, Mm -hmm. but like it hits people differently. She ended up, you know, in the hospital for a week. Yeah. On On oxygen. oxygen, Yeah. Yeah. It was real scary. So we have five kids and they were freaked out. So definitely a gamble. I want to take if someone tells you, you know, it's a concern, guys, be observant and respectful. You know, the thing is, is like at first, you know, I was a naysayer. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, I had a good friend's dad die and oh man. And I'm you sorry. know, and then, you know, I, I was in, you know, quarantine mm-hmm. um uh, recently and you know, as a family member and he mm-hmm. was in the hospital for, you know, ten days and wow. um, you know, the thing is is once it hits you, you're like, Oh shit, this is <laughs> yeah. real, you know. Yeah. And, oh, very real. And, yeah. and then, mm-hmm. you know, as a as somebody who's a you know leader in the community and have a lot of people come here, I want people to feel safe. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we right. didn't have a lot of people. And, you know, at first it was, you know, it was in our mindset, it was political driven that if they didn't wear a mask, they were a certain political party. Right. right. But now that ain't true. That, I mean, people are, you know, like crazy on not wearing masks. And so mm-hmm. my thing is this. I'm a business owner. I need money. Yeah. So <laughs> all me and all my employees are going to wear them. Yeah. Now, Excuse as far me. as an employee, I mean, as, as, as customers, we have free masks for people to take. I saw. Yeah, you have a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if awesome. They, if a customer doesn't want to wear them, I, I mean, our local law enforcement throughout the country is not writing tickets. Not yet. And yeah. so, um, mm-hmm. therefore, like, why why run a customer for life? Mm-hmm. Right. So, even when it's cold, you, you notice I keep my doors open. Yep. Yeah. Breeze blowing through. It's not stagnant air. Mm-hmm. And then that way it's, you know, we yeah. keep our distance and it's mm-hmm. it's safe. But, man, you know, no one knows anything about COVID. It changes daily. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a big believer in science. I'm a big believer in doctors. Mm-hmm. And especially sitting yeah. on a board at a hospital. And, and I trust them. Right. And so, you know, mm-hmm. if they say wear a mask, stay mm-hmm. six feet apart, be careful. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Right. right. I'm not yeah. gonna question yeah. anything. I'm gonna do it. You exactly. know, and no joke, guys, we're like in a room adjacent to the tap room, completely yeah. open. Janie has all the blankets. It's very <laughs> nine, cold. nine million blankets. We're six feet <laughs> and away. Six jackets. We're, you yeah. know, I I definitely respect it. I reached out to Jeremy earlier this week, said are we still on? He told me some concerns he had. I said, Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. we're being I mean, safe yeah. and we've all had close calls, right. but mm-hmm. You know, at the same time, I get it. There's a lot of confrontations that shouldn't happen. Like right. people should just mm-hmm. do the safe thing until it's yeah. over so that we can all come right. back to just and hanging I, out in breweries. Right. <laughs> I appreciate the steps. I saw that after I bought some beers when we first came here. You know, he's got mm-hmm. uh, a he that nine or three. Yeah. Big set, a uh, little like three stack, a little um, shelf if you will, of masks for those if you don't have them. Yeah. And, you know, they're very respectful. The staff is wearing it. They're cleaning. They're, you know, they're great, guys. Like, honestly, I, I feel more safe here in the brewery than I do at my place of work. So I look forward I to a that. time where we don't have to run with masks on. Oh, yeah. Goodness, oh, it's horrible. I know People they think a, they can't wear them for 15 minutes, but try running three miles they with masks on. They get all damp, on. and then you try to suck, you no, know, for air, we, and it just uh, gets stuck earlier in Earlier this mouth. morning, we ran, I, at least at myself, we both ran, but I ran a race equivalent of five kilometers, 3.1 yeah. miles in about 29 Five minutes, minutes yeah. something like that. But anyway, whole time with a mask. It's horrible. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it because it's, it's what's safe right now. It's what's yeah, sane. It's, it's just kind of uh, what you have to do yeah. right now. But definitely I am tapping my foot. Uh-oh. We Uh-oh. should take a break. Uh-oh. All right. Okay. I need to potty so bad. <laughs> uh, and then we'll be back. We have more questions for Jeremy. More, more beers. beers to try. Yes. So we'll be back, y'all. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Come-
welcome back, guys. Yeah. Vincent emptied his bladder. Uh, then, <laughs> so many times. Yes. And then we opened up a new one. My um, favorite. We have done a review on this. Uh, so, so Jeremy, good. you want to talk about this? Please tell us about this awesome beer. We bought this beer for other people. We love it you so much. You bought it for yes. me, actually. So, yeah, we bought it for Abel and others. I think we gave one to our guy Matt at work, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, this is Fragile Like a Bomb. Uh, you know, this is our beer for RBG. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, being a you know majority woman-owned brewery, yes. we more more you know uh, women than we do men. Mm -hmm. And the thing about it is, we try not to be political, right. especially yeah. in today's world. Uh -huh. And you know, where we're at in Sherman is a very heavily Republican mm -hmm. area, a little bit, yeah. And <laughs> but at the end of the day, yeah. it doesn't matter if what your you know your political beliefs are you know a lot of things that she did barriers that she broke a lot of like my wife and Brittany and I and I don't mean to compare them to you know uh, Ruth but like you know they she broke barriers and Absolutely. You know, women are breaking barriers in not just you know in craft beer mm -hmm. but in a lot of things right. and it's amazing right yes yeah. and so um, you know as as a father of a daughter Mm -hmm. You know, I would love nothing more to see her break those barriers. And being yeah. a man, mm -hmm. you know, we're men, right? We, you know, this is what we do. <laughs> we're the head of the household and we, we do these things. Yes. I mean, women work now, right? The world's yeah. different. They are better than yes, us. Right? Yeah, they're crazy. <laughs> yeah, a lot better. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we wanted to brew this beer. And so we didn't know what to call this beer or what to mm -hmm. come up with it. Yeah. And so one of the quotes uh, or one of the sayings was like, you know, fragile like a bomb. And so this beer, we wanted to make it very, very special. Yeah. So like our Sasquatch, to like not get too technical, but when we brew a beer, mm -hmm. we boil it for a little over an hour. And okay. the reason why you boil it is you boil off um, to, you know, a lot of the off flavors that you don't want. You add the hops to different times, balancing the sweetness out with the, you know, the hops, the bitterness. And so what we decided was like, hey, Let's do some crazy stuff. Let's make this beer super special. Mm -hmm. So we did a 20-hour boil. Nice. And so wow. what's funny is, is we got a baby monitor from our house. <laughs> we set the camera up on our brew house so that we could, you know, like go to sleep and then like, oh, oh crap, let's look at our phone. Okay, it's still boiling, right? We, can, <laughs> we all could watch it. I was wondering how I did 20 hours. Yeah, yes. well, you know, we've done a lot of overnight stuff before, but it was for whatever reason we were just not doing it. And... Um, I think my wife came up with the idea of a baby monitor to, <laughs> to watch awesome. it. Awesome. What's funny is it's sometime Perfect. between three and five in the morning, that baby monitor fell. Oh, and no. So, um, but it worked. It was still, it was still doing its job overnight. Things break, but it was still doing it. The reason why we did that is one to up the alcohol. Um, okay. yeah, the, you know, our records show our equipment, which isn't very accurate. It's, you know, cheap equipment shows this beer is around 15%. The TBC, which is, <laughs> which is what, you know, we sent all the beer to, yeah. and they said it was 13.9. So, you know what? It's 13.9. Go with TBC that. Yeah. Says, no. Whatever they said. <laughs> no. So, um, and it really thickened it up. As you yeah. can take, you can taste the difference between yeah, the barrel uh, peanut butter yeah. to uh -huh. fragile. Uh -huh. But we want to do some more special stuff with it. So, we actually use vanilla sugar mm -hmm. in the boil, sweeten mm -hmm. it up, give that vanilla characteristics. It's part of a reserve series. We oak age it, so we put oak spirals immediately in the tank. Wow! And um, and that gives it a lot of oak flavors that you're going to get from it. Um, and then and plus it really gives it uh, this mouth feel from just the oak spirals. So a lot of people amazing. think it's it's yeah. barrel aged, but it's not. Yeah. 
We just added these oak spirals to it. Yeah. So then we we do we love a lot of coffee. So yeah. what we wanted what we did is, is we actually soaked the coffee beans in Maker's Mark whiskey for two Ooh. weeks. And the reason <laughs> why I like Maker's is Maker's is kind of my you know I, I love you know uh, uh, craft distilleries like craft brewers, but yeah. you know there's no like there's very few like like a Coors Miller bud of the distillery world. But the um, <laughs> we chose Maker's Mark because Maker's has a lot of vanilla, a lot of sweetness. It's a very smooth, well-balanced uh, whiskey. And so we soaked in um, coffee beans in that for two weeks. I thought, hey, I'm gonna, I, I like whiskey. I'm going to take this uh, coffee-soaked whiskey home, and I'm going to enjoy <laughs> it. It's horrible. Because <laughs> it pulled all the bitterness, and it was like overpowering coffee. It was not good. <laughs> so we dumped all that down the drain, but we added the coffee beans into Fragile. And then the way that we do it, it's the whole beans. We recircuit for 72 hours, which means the beer's just going over those beans for 72 hours, and it's giving that flavor. So it, it, it's just, it's the perfect beer. And, you yeah, know, definitely. Uh, for the perfect lady, right? Yeah. And it's our tribute <laughs> beer to her. And it's our tribute beer to women in general of like, hey, look, you can be... A lady but you can be fragile like a bomb and my wife is, is that she's a very quiet soft-spoken leader and she's a badass and um just like ruth was and so you know and and, and we I, me personally because i handle all the social media for 903 i was actually pretty nervous about mm -hmm. deleting comments because i don't put up with that crap yeah if it's yeah. negative bye right. you know right, right. i'll ban people quick i don't need mm -hmm. you on my page right and nobody did and it was in the middle of, you know, obviously we released in the middle of this yeah. mess that we have of, of children who are political leaders right now. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, because it, she was, she was, she was a badass right. and, and oh this was, gosh, this was yeah. our beer and we felt like we absolutely knocked it out of the park with this beer. You super did. We, yeah. And I was like, it. what? Loved it. Sherman, Texas? Yeah. Sherman, the best. Yeah. You brought it like you told me statistically what, you know the constituents are we have three daughters that are very strongly opinionated oh my gosh about like, everything. so it was awesome <laughs> to see that yeah. i could not believe it i was like what 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 so yeah. awesome so super kudos to you yeah. guys oh. i loved it jeremy yeah. great job i've been calling it the descent beer though <laughs> she did the whole time <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like honey it's fragile like a bomb eh, descent i'm like honey well, when, like, when we're coming beer. up with the the questions she goes oh yeah you know she sent me the question i was like Descent beer. What was that? Yeah, I was like, we're like checking the tab. There's no descent beer. There's no descent. Yeah, I mean, definitely had her name. I was like, which was that one? I, was like, I looked it up. I was yeah. like, nothing's coming up with 903. Like, like <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like most of our household, Jeremy is ladies. Like, I got to put the seat down. I got to make sure it's all wiped off. I got to make sure there's toilet paper. <laughs> like. It was just, it was huge. Well, our see, three oldest I'll, are girls and our two youngest are yeah. boys. <laughs> so there's like, I mean, it's all oh, put the seat down and make sure there's swipe paper right now. <laughs> but it was just awesome to see, you know, a local brewery, That's, you know, right. putting a beer like yeah. that and and supporting or, or just at least highlighting someone like, uh, you know, Ruth Bader. It's just yeah. awesome. Well, just like as a woman, there's a lot of times that, mm -hmm. you know, people are like, oh, wait, I'm going to wait for the beer bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there and, is... I'm just saying, you, you know. You wait for me. And yeah. that's <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, you know, she had to break barriers for me. I did I didn't it's, realize that until she told me. I didn't realize, you know, the the type of comments she gets at work until she oh, told yeah. me. Like I didn't know. You like, know? Hey little lady. I'm like, uh, um. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you know, I got three, you know, yeah, 
they're all teenagers right three teenage daughters now going out in this world where it's like hey little lady let me tell you how it is like that's not okay right so it was awesome to see you guys do that yeah no absolutely so much i agree yeah and and i don't i don't think anyone else did anything like this nothing nothing i think you guys are the only ones awesome i love that at least at least in dfw yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys are the only ones that has done something yeah. like that's, this. Yeah, so. I mean, the the bravery just to do it alone. It's, just, yeah. you know. And like, Sherman. And Sherman, and yeah. Sherman. Like, I mean, <laughs> awesome. Cheers, cheers, cheers to you guys. Thank you so much, Sherman, yeah. for doing something like that. Because I got three teenage daughters that needed something like that. Praise, don't drink the beer, girls. But they needed something <laughs> like that. A statement <laughs> like that. Yet. That was I like, mean, hey, it's okay to be a strong, opinionated woman. And th- even know. though they're not drinking the beer, they they can still see you know that that step forward yeah. with yeah. everything. So I love it. You know that that plays mm-hmm. a big part for sure. Yeah. Um. But oh, I know it kind of covered your question, Jane, yeah. for the yeah. most part. But yeah. so did you? You know, you want to finish that last part, or do you want me to go for it? Go for it. Uh. So, did you? specifically do this beer for her or did you already have a beer lined up and then put it together no we did it for her so that oh, was the thing awesome. is like we we were like love let's, it let's, you know and it was our brewer wilson and my wife natalie were you know talking in the yeah. office about doing it and you know because it's usually me who's coming up hey this is the solid beer i want to brew and this is you know then i usually our, our wilson uh, you know we have three three brewers wilson is but he's you know he's head of our um uh, of our brewing department mm-hmm. right so he's our head brewer right and mm-hmm. um you know and then him and i bounce off okay well like here's an idea well how do we make it work mm-hmm. and then you know him and natalie really kind of took the role on this of like we should do this okay. and i said okay let's do it and then it was like well okay we're not going to just brew a pilsner we're going to brew a badass beer for her and you know so this was months of planning before we brewed it yeah. and then it took six weeks by the time we brewed it that it was ready so we were nervous that someone else was going to do it yeah. beat us to it mm-hmm. so we 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 had the label done we we said hey this is what we brewed today yeah because we wanted to like if anybody else comes out afterwards we didn't want to think that we were copying them right right and so that's kind of um it, it was it was a lot of thought and planning in this beer wow that's awesome i did like Oh man, I don't have words for that. That's <laughs> awesome, guys. I yeah, we it. saw the movie in Alamo Draft House, and then I don't know. I just wasn't Before expecting her down. to pass, the, yeah. and then she passed mm-hmm. yeah. during 2020, and it was definitely heavy. Yeah, it was really big, just like the husband of cancer. It's great. Yeah, <laughs> but a little bit lighter bit. Yeah, question for me. Number seven. Yes. <laughs> Number seven here. Has distribution helped 903 become a known brewery in DFW, or was it the beer doing all the talking? What, what would you say to that, Jeremy? So, you know, the, the thing about what I've learned is, you know, mm-hmm. we're a brewery. Yeah. But you, we're also a marketing company. Yeah. So by, by that is, you know, we don't really rely on, on distribution to make us who we are. Mm-hmm. And as you know, you walk a beer aisle, there's hundreds, if not thousands of different beers. Oh, goodness, yeah. So how do you stand out? So we spend, as you can see, you know, we've got just a few beers here. We spend a lot of, we, our graphic designers, it's a, not just coming up with ingredients. It's a fight of like, okay, what, what adjuncts are we going to put in? It's almost like a war room. And the same thing with the design. <laughs> I like it. And same thing with the name. There's so much thought that goes behind every beer. And imagine if we did a hundred different beers last year, imagine how much time and effort that we put in it. But <clears throat> what we, what we do is we really focus on you know, being a marketing company and marketing our beer. 
so that if it sits on a shelf, it's going to sell. Yeah. You know, people, it's got to grab your attention. And <clears throat> so I guess to go back and kind of answer your question is, you know, has, has Nano 3, I mean, has distribution helped it? In a way it has, because yeah. if somebody maybe stumbles upon the beer and then they try it, uh -huh. then they follow me on social media yeah. and then they come to the brewery. And then our goal is to get them to fall in love with us. And then yeah. they're like, if I really like this one, I'm going to like the next one and then the next one and the next one. Right. So it plays a huge part into like fishing. <laughs> Put a yeah. pole in the water. We have, you know, thousands of different right. accounts. And then, but like, how can we bring them here to the brewery? And so mm. distribution really helps that. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. I love yeah. that. I feel like the packaging has changed maybe because I first tried it in like 2014, 2015 with Chosen One. And now I feel like it pops more. So, I don't know. I, I love all the labels. They're all distinct. Yeah. They're all, you know, catering to the beer. And you, you I don't want to say you feel it, but you kind of do. Like when you look at that label and you try the beer, and like, oh, yeah. I, I can see that. I, I, I can definitely feel you like you got to follow the Sasquatch. <laughs> I love the Sasquatch. That's one of my favorites. Right. <laughs> but uh, so every time we see your food posts on Instagram, it looks amazing. Like it's, it looks so tasty. At least to me. I don't know about the other two because. <laughs> no, even though we don't food. eat that stuff, it looks good. It looks yeah. very good. The and we no, walked in today. So there good. was some like a nacho plate left on the floor. It looked tasty. For the kitties? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a brew cat. I, get... oh, I want to ask you about that later, but go ahead. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, that's, yes. that's a question for later on. Separate question. <laughs> but uh, you guys have some very interesting con concoctions. Who comes up with them? Yeah. So it's mainly between my dad and I. Nice. So, my, you know, my dad obviously had the restaurant, you know, yes, and I, uh -huh. I, I come up with things. And so, like, because, you know, I run all the social media and my, my background is marketing. Mm -hmm. So, like, my thing is this, is that food, that whatever, it's a burger or the nachos, the pizza, uh -huh. or Sunday brunch, which is these big biscuits and gravy or cinnamon rolls with, you know, sprinkled bacon on it. You know, my thing is, is like, I'm on social media too, right? So you just scroll, you scroll, you scroll, you scroll. I want you to go, wait a minute, what would I just look at? Right. <laughs> and then click on it. And then I want you to go, I got to have that. And I got to have that right now. Oh, yeah. Right. Right. So, you know, you know, I work with my dad on it. We kind of come up with it. We look yeah. at what other restaurants are not really locally are doing. What is someone mm -hmm. else doing up in, you know, in, in the northern part of the country or in the East Coast, the West Coast or other parts of the world? Like one of the things that we just recently added was these duck drumettes. And, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, you know, duck, you know, I, I had duck whenever uh, I never had it before. I shoot duck. We go duck hunting here and, you know, it's the country. And, um, you know, duck is a different flavor. It's real fatty. Um, it's not something you eat all the time. But when I was in France, you know, we had duck. Everything was cooked in duck fat and eating duck. You know, it's like, this is pretty good. It's pretty tasty. And so we were like, what can we offer here that no other restaurant in Sherman's offering? Right. Duck drumettes, right? Ooh, yeah. And and so, you know, we just, we're constantly coming up with new things, mm -hmm. just like we do on beer with food. Yeah. And it's just all about grabbing that attention. And I'm glad that y'all saw that and kind of <laughs> asked that as a question because that means I did my job. I'm like, trash can nachos. <laughs> no, it yeah. sounds really good. Throw everything okay. in there. I'll eat some trash. So here's the deal. So like, um, you know, that was actually from a guy Ferrari, his, his uh, restaurant. He has them, but his are real small. So he has a restaurant at the casino up the road. And so we're like, we got to make them bigger. 
And so if you wanted a, you know, a plant-based option of it, you can <laughs> yeah. and just take out the meat. <clears throat> but, gotcha. you know, they, they come in this basically container and it's so neat because it's a, people love it. You just take it off and then you, you can see it. And then obviously you, it's a, it's a good one to not share with friends during COVID, but share with your family. <laughs> but it takes right. 20 minutes to make. Wow. Share with your bubble. <laughs> yeah, share with your bubble. So I go back there and try to order it, and uh -huh. they're like, get the hell out of here. Because it takes 20 minutes. Like, they don't want to do it. We sell so much of them. So <clears throat> the only time I've ever gotten it is if, you know, my kids or, you know, a family member here, and I just, you know, I pull it off the top and eat it. But I get jealous every time I see somebody get those and get to order them. It looks That's a good, good idea. Yeah, sounds really We make great. nachos at home and we get in trouble because the dry parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. For sure. So what's your favorite beer and food pairing? So, yes. So, I mean, uh, you know, I, I say this over and over. I've always, I wasn't, <laughs> I played football. I was an offensive lineman. I've always been a big kid. Yeah. So I'm desserts. Oh, yeah. So, you know, my, my favorite thing is to pair with, with, with food, you know, like, so, you know, I love, I love, I love to drink. Mm -hmm. So I love wine. I love whiskey. I love bourbon. I love same, scotch. Same, yes, same, same. I, love, <laughs> I love beer, right? Check, check, and check. And so my favorite thing to do is like, if you go, if we, for some reason we find ourselves in California and we, you're in Napa, you know, is I, I like to be sold. I like to hear people talk. Mm -hmm. And so I like to do all the pairings yeah. and, you know, so what's really amazing, especially I learned this through wine and then now it's in beer is you drink certain wines, it really opens up certain foods. Uh -huh. yeah. Right. And the flavors and just everything pops. Well, what's really crazy is, for example, like uh, we, we, our first pills, so we do a rotating Pilsner series. So this one we have out here is our Italian Pilsner. But we did, a, we did before that one, we did a German Pils. Mm -hmm. To me, it wasn't bitter at all. Yeah. You ate certain foods, all of a sudden it was super bitter. Yeah. yeah. So it enhanced the hops that were in that beer right. and enhanced yeah. that flavor. Yeah. So that's what I love that about sense. we don't yeah. we haven't got to do them in a while, but uh -huh. beer pairings. Yeah. But my favorite pairing is is obviously any of our stouts mm -hmm. with a dessert. Yes. Yes. And yes. Um, <laughs> that really enhances it. Also donuts. We used to do before we had a restaurant in here. We would do a donut and beer pairing. Yeah. Nice. Different that's donuts awesome. and um and those flavors would just really pop and help enhance the the uh, the flavor of the beer. So as you can tell, anything sweet, right, I love right, to right. pair it with beer. Right? I, love yeah. it. I love that yeah. so much. Well, I just had yep. that conversation with somebody because they were like, oh, they brought me a wine sample. And I was like, you know, wine tastes like sadness to me. Wine doesn't <laughs> pair oh as well with food as beer does. So and they were God, like, what? <laughs> well, I know you guys were using Momo's. Are you still using Momo's? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yeah. So, well, so for our donut series, okay. we use Momo's. Okay. All right. um, nice. And um, see here, the um, if it's a cake like we did, uh, it's our strawberry cake uh, beer that we've got re uh, releasing in a couple of weeks. Okay. Um, we use uh, another bakery in town called mm. Mom's Bakery. Okay. Wow. And so if it's your birthday and you live in Grayson County, you get a strawberry cake from me. For moms. Okay. And so, you know, we, we, we brewed that. We also did a Oreo cake beer with them. Um, uh, but anyway, so, you know, we use those ingredients to, to make it. So, like, 270 pounds oh, wow. of the donuts nice. or, or the cake go into oh the beer. Gosh. And then it's fun to pair it with it, you know. Just everything. It's yeah. wild. I think we need to move. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. That is so awesome. So, it's you. Well, I think we should take a break real quick and come back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. right. We're about 20 minutes in. I have to potty and we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Part All right. four, Cheers. guys. Cheers.
Welcome back, guys. Yes. We are uh, uh, back from our break. Yes. And then we got a very, very fun story yes. coming to you so with good. this new beer that Jeremy poured. For yes. Us. Please tell us, sir. Yes. So, so yeah. what's the beer and then what's the story? So, pineapple magic. So, um, you know, my wife and I, before we had children. And it's a slushy, right? Yeah, it's a slushy. Oh, it does have a slushy. Our slushy series. Okay. <laughs> almost said. And I have, I'm not drunk. Slushy series. That's my yeah, first slushy ever. Say that yeah, yeah. Times my first one too. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes, my first one. Yeah. Slushy, slushy version. Yeah. So if you've ever been to, to, to Disney World or Guest Land, they yes. they, they yeah. make these Dole Whip. And so, mm -hmm. uh, what it is is it's you know it's like a pineapple ice cream with Dole pineapple juice on it. Oh, so good. And you know you're in the park and mm -hmm. it's amazing. Well, it's one of my wife's favorite desserts and you know every time we go to disney world and it's inside the magic kingdom mm -hmm. you know it's she hits that up yes during the day and i love my ice cream i love <laughs> yeah. you know pineapple <laughs> yes especially please. the old pineapple juice and so we right. we always get it and then so uh -huh. whenever we were coming up with slushies uh, my wife was like we should do a dole whip version oh yeah and we should call it pineapple magic nice. right it was her idea yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's her idea nice and 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 <laughs> i think there's a uh, a marijuana strain called pineapple magic because <laughs> we we got a lot of fans from that <laughs> in, in keywords in google it found it right if it sells the beer why not yeah that's right <laughs> so um we actually, this is the second time we brewed this beer, mm -hmm. and we were actually in Disney World the last time that we released it. Yeah. And as we packaged it, our packaging team shipped it to our hotel and actually snuck this in the park. Full yes. beer. Yeah. Yes. And yes. if you follow us, if you go to our Instagram page or our uh, Facebook page, you can actually see a picture of the can next to the castle, which is, you know, on yes. Awesome. Yes. yes. We've seen it. I love it. So it's That's pretty awesome. cool drinking my own beer in Disney World because I've been, you know, a lot uh -huh. <laughs> over all these years and enjoying it. Yes. And we actually paired it with a Dole Whip, which even made it more fun. And so it, awesome. it tastes okay. just like it. And wow. so, you know, it was it was a good time. Oh, I love that. Awesome. I love that so much. Yeah. So that leads me into my question. Jeremy, what is your favorite 903 beer? Also, what is your favorite non-local beer? So uh, my favorite uh beer mm -hmm. is sasquatch sasquatch yes. i love i love milk stouts so good yeah and you know uh so what's funny is i actually brewed um uh sasquatch for my birthday and so we released it really wow about six birthday months yeah, yeah six months going in so wow. my birthday is january 30th so sasquatch always celebrates right. his birthday it's usually the last saturday of the month <laughs> we were supposed to have sasquatch's birthday on my birthday um this saturday but uh, we release every year barrel-aged birthday Sasquatch, nice. which is we have a regular version of Sasquatch, which is brewed with chocolate fudge, toasted marshmallow. So good. Um, and and wow. it almost yeah. has like a maple chocolate flavor to it. Wow. Uh -huh. But um, <laughs> we were going to release it this week, but packaging got pushed. And so we had to push, I already announced it, but we're pushing uh -huh. Sasquatch's birthday party to the, uh, the following week. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Sasquatch is like, my alter ego of beer, right? Is that how you say it? There we go. Like it's yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a beer that I brewed. And how we came up with the name Sasquatch is this dark beer. Mm -hmm. It's this beast. It's 10%. It yes. doesn't taste it. Right. And it just sneaks up and gets you. It does. No one ever sees it coming. Just like nope. Sasquatch. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's how we came up with the name of the beer. And yes. it's my favorite beer that we brew. And then all the stout variants are a Sasquatch base mm -hmm. that are around that 10% range. And, um, but by far, Sasquatch has always got a special place in my heart. That's Happy awesome. birthday too! Uh -huh. yeah. Your birthday's yeah. in just a couple yeah. days. Right. Oh, like two more, two more days. Goodness, that's awesome. 
All right. So from our understanding, you are one of, if not the first, to start the slushy line beers. What style of beer is it? And can you tell everyone what prompted you oh, yeah. to go in this please. direction? Yes, please. So uh, you know, we're, we're not the first uh, to brew slushies. Okay. Um, there's a lot of uh, really good breweries uh, that do them, but there are a lot of smaller breweries. So how we came up with this was, uh, have you ever heard of Funky Buddha Brewery? Out of Florida. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a little over two years ago, we get, I thought it was a spam joke email at first. <laughs> they emailed us and they said, hey, we do a, a maple bacon porter release every year. Oh, wow. That we throw a delicious. festival. Yeah. 40 <laughs> breweries from around the world. Right. We invite them. And it's a beer mm -hmm. festival. And the owner of Funky Buddha uh, had your beer at the Great American Beer Festival and absolutely loved it. Oh, wow. And we nice. want to invite you. That's awesome. And one guest to the brewery. And pour at the festival and bring your beer. That's cool. So I emailed back and I was like, you know, I looked at the email back was Funky Buddha. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm not being, you know, catfished or spam, right? <laughs> right. And, um, and then I, I said, hey, can you give me a call? Because I don't like emails. And so they not called. Too, yeah. And they, um, they said basically um, that their favorite beer that they tried at the, at the uh, Great American Beer Festival was our birthday Sasquatch. Oh, nice. It was like perfect because it was around the time that we released Barrel Age Birthday Sasquatch. So we took to the festival in Florida, which was a, you know, a, a stout or was, excuse me, it's a porter release for their festival. So we took our birthday Sasquatch <clears throat> and our Barrel Age Birthday Sasquatch. Well, next to us, there was a brewery called 450 North, and I've never heard of them, but a lot of the people I had, <laughs> a lot. And their line for a one ounce pour was a 30 minute wait. Dang. You know what they poured? They poured slushies. Ah. So the guy was like, Hey, can I try your beer? Do you want to try ours? And I was like, what do you have? And he's like, it's a slushy. And I was like, I ain't drinking no fruited beer. <laughs> you know, I'm here for the maple bacon Porter release. I'm yeah. drinking nothing but stouts the, through the brewery. I had a free hotel. I had a free Uber. I'm here to party. Yeah. I'm not yeah. drinking fruited beers. I don't want indigestion. <laughs> I don't want heartburn. I want to drink. I want to drink dark beers. Right. And if it's over 13%, even better. Right. <laughs> well, as a businessman, I watch this line. I watch people wait for this beer. And so, um, you know, they were really, really nice. The, um, the owner of the brewery, you know, they're a family owned brewery, just like we are. And, and they shared with us what they do. And basically it's a Berliner Weiss and it's heavily fruited. And I saw how much people there loved it. No one in, else in Texas was doing it. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was doing these hazy IPAs, right. these double dry hopped IPAs. We just can't brew a good IPA. We tried over and over and over and over and over. <laughs> so I was like, hey, how do we make ourselves different? Let's brew a slushy. Let's bring it to Texas. And so I think there's a couple of breweries down in Houston that had done some really small, but nothing big release. We came out with it and we did it and everybody laughed at us. <laughs> Customers were like, what is this? Is this, is this even have alcohol in it? Oh gosh. <laughs> yes. Ours is 6%, you know, on and on. And we just yeah. kept promoting, promote, and nobody really liked it. No one really caught on. So as a, as a marketing guy, I understand that like, just because out of the gate, it's not fire out of the gate. Doesn't right. mean that it's not going to work. Absolutely. We have to keep pushing forward. We had to keep because everybody's drinking these hazy IPAs. Mm -hmm. And so how can we push it? And we did it. So we've been doing it for two years now. And we've kind of grown to one of the top breweries in the nation that releasing slushy beers. There's probably, <clears throat> I don't know, there's probably well over 100 breweries throughout the country that do them. Yeah. And um, but, you know, people laugh at it. 
a lot of our locals no. laugh at it, but once okay. they have it, they're like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, this is pretty damn good. Right. You know? right, right I mean, right. I was afraid of it, to be she, honest. She well, yeah, really on, was. Honestly, I think all of us I were. I thought like, it was like a gimmick. No, I was, I was interested. <laughs> and I love fruit, I was like interested. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm always down to try it, but. I literally have fruit not, tattoos. <laughs> if I had to choose really between does, the yeah. peanut butter stout, the barrel aged peanut butter stout, and a slushy, I would go with the peanut butter yeah. stout. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, pers- yeah, yeah. Personal. I love sours but and I love sure. stouts, but the right. word slushy kind of scared me. It's, it did. I think that's what's like, Is that even out. beer? So it's not a slushy. So that, you know, that's like, it's, you know, like a lot, a lot of breweries call them different things. We did that because it's really thick and pulpy and it's slushy like. So, you know, um, the next one that we're drinking right there is Puff Daddy. And so that one is, oh, I believe it's so blackberry, good. pineapple, marshmallow, lactose. It smells it really smells so good, good, guys. And it's so, a beautiful oh color. And the yeah. color is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It goes, goes really well. So, you know, we basically, uh-huh. we, we release five different slushies a month. So four of them. So we, like, for example, this week we're releasing two slushies. Mm-hmm. And then, um, um, then, so we do two slushies and then two slushies that are brewery only. And then once a month, we do a slushie that's distroed through accounts throughout the state. Yeah. Nice. Okay. And then that yeah. way, we don't want to flood the market with it. It's an expensive beer. And um, so that way, it, people who don't want to drive all the way to Sherman, Texas can actually get it. So it's amazing. What has been the struggle so with shelf life really for good. slushies being distributed? You know, we really encourage keep them cold. Um, you know, if you don't keep slushies cold because there's amount of fruit in it, um, they they can referment, yes. which is can cause them to pop. Okay. <laughs> and you know, we've had beers that I mean, I've had our Mexican lager or cerveza por favor cans explode on the shelf. Wow, and beers explode. That's yeah, thing. they do. <laughs> so you know, because of you know, we're small breweries. You know, we don't pasteurize our beer. Um, some of the bigger breweries, I think, like Deep Elm and I think Community May Now, and uh, I, I think Rar and Sons does. Um, but if you don't, then, you know, these beers can, you know, beers, look, I tell everybody like this. <laughs> Treat beer like milk. Keep okay. it cold and drink it fresh. Right. You know, so whenever I go to, you know, a lot of our stores, you know, have these, you know, big displays and end caps. Well, it's a double-edged sword. It's amazing because that is the great free advertising you have. Also, sucks for the beer, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, we used to really push out. Let's build a lot of displays. Yeah. And now we want to make sure it's rotated. Right. Wow. And, right. And okay. keep the beer cold. I never talk about where I work, but I do work <laughs> somewhere that gets your beer, and it is, you know, everybody knows to keep it cold, and I let them know keep it cold, keep it cold, and then it also comes in super saran wrapped. <laughs> So I'm like, what's going to happen? <laughs> so the reason why we saran wrap, yeah. it's funny, is because um, we we were putting the pack tax in like six packs. Mm-hmm. What's well, meant to sell is an individual can. Yes. So people were putting six packs on the shelf. Oh, and six okay. packs were retailing for like 30 50 don't. bucks yeah. or something crazy. Oh yeah. So we shrink wrap it and it helps keep it. So when they're uh, distributing the cans, they don't just fall out of the tray. Okay. So yeah, it's not for because they're gonna pop. I was like, whoa, this is gonna blow up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that because you know I love our distributor, but their their drivers are you know driving <laughs> Dallas traffic. Right. And so I don't want to can all dented up and jacked up. Yeah. So right. we started shrink wrapping that just to keep it intact. So when you got it, it was. It looked like this. It didn't right. look dented or. Well, and it gives know. the message: put this in the cooler. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I never thought people were thinking of it that way. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, a special <laughs> package." We're we in twelve. Thirteen. Yeah, one thirteen. So it's my turn. Mm-hmm. So I will ask you, sir. When did black? Um, I'm sorry. 
Let me focus on this. When is Black is Beautiful for a review? We did, rather. Yeah. Black is Beautiful for a review from you guys, but we couldn't find any information on it. Can you tell us? Can I you tell was, everyone about it? Yeah, it was one of the first Black is Beautiful that we did. We did. Yeah, yeah, it was super amazing. I remember that. Yeah, so, you know, we, um, you know, no no disrespect. Um, uh, gone mind blank. What, what, weathered Souls. Yeah. But, you know, we got, yes. we, we got the recipe in. And I don't think that um, he realized how that would just explode where every brewery almost throughout the world would want to yeah. do this beer. Yeah, everybody. But, you know, they do some amazing stouts, Weather Souls does. They make some yeah. really good beer. And this is no disrespect to them. But we saw it and we're like, man, we got to make this recipe better. You know, it's kind of the same thing as our Fragile Like a Bomb series. We want to make this good. And so we changed the recipe. We tweaked it. We upped the ABV. But... We were one of the only breweries that I know of that actually distributed this beer. Yes. Okay. And nice. the reason why we did that is because we wanted it to get into as many hands as possible. I know a lot of breweries, because so many breweries did it, there's a lot of breweries that are still sitting on a lot of black and beautiful beer. Yes. And so, you know, the whole thing was to raise money and um, to actually sell the beer. So we decided, hey, let's distribute. Yeah. So uh, we actually didn't even have any for our tap room because we wanted to get it out there, bring awareness to show that we were doing it. Yeah. Wow. And and we actually got some flack on it. Um, and so the flack happened was, you know, people were like, why didn't you promote the beer? Why didn't you get it out there? Well, you know, the, the hard part of, of being a brewery and then having a brewery that distributes your beer is we don't know where a beer goes. Right. So true, very you know, true. And then we yeah. reach out to our distributor. We're like, "Well, where did our, where did this beer go?" And they're like, "Oh, we'll get back with you." In silence, yeah. radio yeah, silence. <laughs> so we really pressed for our distributor to say, "Hey, let us know where Black is Beautiful. Let us know when it gets out." So our distributor always picks up beer on a Thursday. Sometimes it starts hitting accounts next day. It's really on a Monday. So the whole plan was to to roll it out at the end of the week and say, "Hey, this is Black is Beautiful. We released it." these are all the accounts that got it because there was only like a hundred cases available. It wasn't yeah. like we did a whole lot of them. Yeah. Well, people were attacking us and saying, you, you brewed the beer, but you're embarrassed to talk about it. First of all, I'm not wow. embarrassed of anything. That's crazy. <laughs> Second of all, this is my brewery. Yeah. Nuts. This is a beer that I did. Right. And I handled the marketing and I handled <laughs> the rollout when we talk about stuff <laughs> and the brewery itself, their employees were sending us, ugly messages wow. wow and it was unfair yeah and i let them know that um if we were embarrassed we would have done it right wow i didn't uh, know any of this <laughs> um and we're not public about it yeah but you know the the thing was is you know so by the end and we released it on a or the our distributor picked up on a thursday on the following friday we were getting attacked in these messages wow um and so it was, it was very unfair and it wasn't just from the brewery. It was other, other people. And I call them trolls that were really attacking That's what they us. are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so we, um, said we're waiting on a, a list from our distributor because if I release a beer, one question, where's the beer, right? Yeah. Where can I find it? Exactly. Right. And if I say, well, it's at these accounts and let's mm -hmm. say for your store, right. I didn't put your store down gonna be yeah. ticked off at me because you're like right. why didn't you tell me it right. was at my store yeah. so we were waiting from our distributor and uh, finally we got a list and we posted it and then i sent a message to everybody who sent us a negative response on it and said <laughs> right. give me time man right right like yeah. let me run my business right, and this right, is doing right. It. 
So the charity that we actually chose was the Michael Jackson Foundation, which is um, uh, Garrett Oliver, uh, who is uh, one of the the brewer and one of the owners of Brooklyn Brewery. Nice. And yeah. okay. you know, you know, the thing is, is you know, we hear especially more women need to be in craft beer positions. Yes. Well, they yes. need to apply for it. Right. 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 That too. Yeah. More more black people need to be in craft beer. Well, they need to apply. Yes. Right. Yeah. So when this this came out that they offered a scholarship, we said. That's what we want to support. Right. Right. So, 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 so most people send it to people that were wrongly accused and I tried to reach out and I couldn't find certain groups that I felt comfortable. Right. Giving money to. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. All the charities that we give to are local charities because I know where that money goes. Right. Exactly. I work too hard for my money. I don't want to give it. It's a waste. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Michael Jackson foundation, even though that, um, I don't know nothing about, that foundation, I right. researched it. I love Brooklyn Brewery. I uh-huh. love what they've done. Yeah. I mean, he said, this is what we're, we're going to choose, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And so, um, and, you know, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing what they're doing. And so that's what we chose. Now, that beer was a lot like uh, uh, the RBG beer that we did. Yeah. Um, you know, we, it was very special. We recreated the recipe. We made it. That's and awesome. now other breweries, it. I think, distributed that beer. Mm-hmm. But the, at the end of the day, it was about bringing awareness. Yes. And we have a platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the um, the one thing is, is the way that you have a platform and the way that you bring awareness to certain things is your approach. Yeah. yeah Let yeah. me do mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is my approach. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's the way that we did it. And I really hated that we got flack on it. Ugh. But at the end of the day, I, I say this, no matter what you do, you're going to get flack. Right. And pretty much. Uh, but I tell people, you know, it, it probably, you you know, most of you don't know me very well, but you can hear me from talking and this, my passion, my heart's right. in the right place. Yeah. yeah. We're here and every question. And, 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 and so, yeah. you know, and, and if you question me, I don't get mad, mm-hmm. but I just say, give me time. Yeah. yeah. You know, and give me the way, the way to do it. And so uh, I hope that there's a, a round two of that, mm-hmm. a round of that series, because yeah. I hope it's not a one and done. So if you're listening and you're involved in that, either way, let's keep it rolling. And, yeah. you know, and, and I would like to see other things do that. You know, like, you know, with Fragile Like a Bomb, I'd like to see a, a, a woman empowerment movement. Yes. Uh-huh. And, um, right. and, and, and like we did with Black is Beautiful. And so, you know, um, it's just at the end of the day, we have a small platform as craft breweries. Right. And, um, you know, we try to use what little voice that we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I heard a lot of things about it being watered down and people not giving. And when we tried yours, we couldn't find much information. So it's really great that we heard about it now. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. But can you tell us about your barrel age program? We always look forward to the barrel age. Anything from you guys? Yes, absolutely. Yes. So more information. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) the thing is, is, you know, man, over the years, we make a lot of mistakes. Mm hmm. And, you know, barrel aging is a very expensive, it's a very, uh, you make, you make a lot of, um, we can pause for a second. Can you shut that door? Dog barking? <laughs> you can. Okay. I don't think no, we pick good. up the dog barking. Yeah. Okay. No, they're, we're good. Okay. We'll so, just say you guys are dog friendly. <laughs> yeah. Well, so we're a restaurant, so it's service animal dog friendly. So those are both service animals. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, but back to our barrel aging is... Yeah. We, I guess it was three years ago, we, we got hit pretty hard on it. We, um, I had bought a lot of Macallan Scotch barrels. So when barrels Ooh. come from Scotland, you know, they, they store their barrels differently. So, for example, 
they sell them to a, a middle middle person and that middle person no telling how long it's, it was stored or how long it was on the boat for or, or whatever. So we got these barrels in. They were very dry. We treated them. We added our Sasquatch into it. And um, we, we bought a lot of them. And we taste the, the barrels every month. So our key and, and the way that we do it, if you go to a lot of breweries, they store their barrels in a climate-controlled area. Right. Well, we're lucky because we have a distillery up the road. They said, hey, you know, the, the thing is, is for the beer to pull the flavors out, the beer's already done fermenting, so it's not going to re-ferment. It's okay for the beer to get warm. Let it do it so that it can absorb the flavors from the barrel. So when it's hot, it's going to go into it, and when it gets cold, it's going to go in. Yeah. So we, we added all of our, our, our beers, our, our Sasquatch, in these Macallan Scotch barrels. Well, we taste them every month, and we make notes in the progress. So month one, we try to at least a year, but the, the, barrels, the beer tells us when it's ready to come out of the barrels. Yeah, exactly. So month one tasted great. Early, fresh, tastes like Sasquatch with a hint of Scotch, that peat, that smoky, just a hint. And then the next month got a little better. Three got a little bit better. Four got a little bit better. Five got a little bit better. Six, we got a little bit of a green apple flavor. Like, Ugh, what's mm -hmm. this? This is odd. Right. And you're thinking, is this? Did I eat something? Why am I tasting this? You know, I, looking at my notes because you got to remember, it's been a month since I've tried this. Like, it doesn't taste like it should. And then it got a little worse and a little worse. And then some of the beers out of the barrels had like a nail polish finish. Ooh. And then we were like, okay. So we brought in other people, try this, is this just us? So we had to dump like $50,000 worth of beer oh down gosh. the drain. And um, it was a very expensive mistake, right? Yeah. So that's what we learned, and, and we're very blessed to have a distillery right up the road, Iron Root Republic, so that we can get fresh barrels. So the, the whiskey is dumped, it comes here, we fill it full of beer, and we can um, know that, that that barrel is treated. It wasn't sitting outside. Mm -hmm. But anything can happen during the barrel age process. But what we learned, especially from them, is that temperature is your friend. So All what right. we try to do is we try to add the beer in the barrels um, in fall and winter. So yeah. it's nice and cold, yeah. and then it slowly warms up. You don't want it that extreme. All of a sudden, the beer is like... It's in the hell base. just yeah. happened. It's 110 <laughs> degrees in here, right? Yeah. It's a gradual. Right. And then you can taste it. And then so what we've learned is, is you can take that, that, that beer, you can put it in our cold room, which is 38 degrees, for a few days. It's going to drop, and then it's going to get cold, and you can basically taste what it's going to taste like. Yeah. And if it's not ready, we come back out. So all of our releases for our brewery only, we pick two barrels. Yep. We blend them. They're married. Oh, nice. there we go. And then we'll add, nice. you know, different adjuncts to them. So like, you know, the peanut butter, <clears throat> it was just Sasquatch. Mm -hmm. And then we added the, the PB2 powdered peanut butter to it nice. and, and got that flavor. Um, so we actually have some other specials like our Kilt Switch, which is yeah. our second oh, beer. So good. Yeah. That's my yeah. favorite style. Oh, my yeah. I, wish, <laughs> I wish we had that, you know, here. We're out of it oh, right now. Oh, uh, I saw. I wanted it so I bad. have um, Kilt Switch. It's actually been aging in the barrels for two years. So we Ooh. turn eight this May. So my goal is to have some that are released for our 10-year anniversary party, which would be four years old, right? And so hopefully they're still good. Right yes, now they please. are. <laughs> but, you know, we've learned to treat our, our – we've learned. We've made a million mistakes. Yeah. A $50,000 mistake that insurance didn't cover. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, like, yeah. that's how we've progressed. Right. Um, so you, you learn from it. You yeah. learn from it. Exactly. And you move on. You know, exactly. You just move yeah. on.
We probably have time for one more question and then a break and then we'll end it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're set. Uh, who's on number 15? That would be me. Okay, go ahead. Evan. All right. <laughs> so it will probably be a quick one, but okay. you are one of the few, few breweries who has a bingo night. Has it been a great success? And who came up with that yeah. idea? Oh, yeah. Curious. <clears throat> so, <laughs> yes, it and, and it has been. And, you know, it kind of goes back to, you know, like recently what we've done to reinvent ourselves with it is, you know, it we all of our ideals that we get are from other breweries right we yeah, okay. we go yeah. to these conferences and we right. talk to other breweries and it was funny my wife and i were at, at, a, at the craft brewers conference in nashville tennessee and i could wish i could remember the brewery's name mm -hmm. they were out of oregon a small brewery and we told you know like what do you guys do at your brewery and different things well trivia has always been successful for us yeah. mm -hmm. so we talked about our friday nights our friday nights are slow oh and yeah. so we were like well they said ours used to be two and we started doing bingo. Uh. <laughs> so we were like, okay, well, and so they actually picked a different charity every, every week you paid uh. money to play bingo uh. and then 50% of the pot went to the charity and 50% of the person, the money won. Okay. So we're like, nice. brilliant. We will yeah, do yeah, that yeah, at yeah. our brewery. We'll crush it. <laughs> we'll pick different charities. Cause we're right. very, you know, we want to help charities, mm -hmm. showcase charities. Right. <clears throat> well, we came back and we got a big shot down from no. the Texas lottery. <laughs> Right. No. So basically, each charity would have to file um, uh, the paperwork, pay a fee, uh -huh. and it would take at least 30 days to get approved. What? We were like, this is a headache. We're not yeah, going to do right. this. It's a simple For bingo sure. night. So let's just do free bingo. Uh -huh. um, you know, you come in, you eat, you drink beer, you get a bingo card, and then, you know, we give away prizes, whether it's a <laughs> gift certificate, merchandise, or whatever. Well, <clears throat> bingo kind of fizzled out. Okay. And we were always okay. getting new people. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Right after, you know, the, the end of the year, my wife and I were making our resolutions and our plans. We're like, how can we make bingo night bigger and better right. and more fun? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I came up with the idea of, well, what if we do a bingo glass? Oh, okay. And so each week yeah. we have a different bingo number. So whenever you get your, uh, whenever you come, uh, you got, you got a bingo card that you could take home. And if you, you get a bingo glass, yeah. if you bingoed on your card with your, your numbers, from your glass, mm -hmm. then you would win a two hundred dollar nine hundred three gift certificate. Oh my oh, gosh! So what's, come for bingo what, night. Well, yeah. what's funny is, is people were like, "Man, I wasn't planning on coming tonight, but I had that number on my card, so I felt like I had to come in." And yeah. I'm like, it worked, right? Yeah. It worked. <laughs> it did because totally my whole thing is, especially uh, yeah. January is a slow yeah. month. Yeah, right. dry January. Yeah, you know, I, I I'm broke. I spent, too, you know, I, I'm on this stupid diet. <laughs> I'm on blah blah blah. Look, right. I got yep. I got you know 27 employees. You know, I got yeah. payroll. They yeah, right. my bartenders need money. Right. So right. it was like, how can I be creative? Get people in here. Mm -hmm. And we are limited 50 percent capacity right. due to COVID. Yep. And you know, because we're such, I mean, our our just our tap room, including our overfill area, is 10,000 square feet. Mm -hmm. We can fit a lot of people. I think. Yeah. Fire code is like 380. Wow. So half of that is, is like, I'm bad with math. 160? Something like that, mm -hmm. you know? And <laughs> yep. so, you know, oh. we've been able to, you know, you know, reach those numbers. Nice. Okay. And, yeah. you know, we have to tell people, I'm sorry, we're already full for the night. Right. Mm -hmm. But we also, if the weather's nice, we have a beautiful patio that yeah. extends out there that, you know, we will put our speakers out there and yeah. people can play. It's beautiful. I saw it. Yeah. It's but great. at the end of the day, yes, we're a brewery. Yes, we're a marketing company. But at the end of the day, Growing up, always living in Sherman, the one mm -hmm. thing I always heard from everybody is there's never nothing to do. Uh -huh. So my wife and I's 
always been goal is, is let's give some people something to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So on Thursdays we do. Oh, so on Tuesdays we do here at the brewery. It's called Beer and Bibles. Yep. Yeah. And um, so it's a smaller group. Have a Bible study, drink nice. beer, and uh, we've been doing that now for a year and a half. What, what time? Awesome. Um, so it's at <laughs> seven o'clock on. Oh, excuse me. Yes, yeah, starts at seven o'clock. No, excuse me, 6.30 on Tuesday nights. Okay. All right. And then uh, we were kind of getting different uh, pastors. My dad started it, and then I was doing it with my dad. And mm -hmm. then we were kind of like, hey, let's get different pastors throughout the area. Nice. So that way we can okay. bring yeah. other people in. Right. Yeah. And then now we've got a, um, he's a pastor of a real small church. He's like, can I just take it over? We're like, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and you can have beer the whole time? Drink beer the whole time. Yes. <laughs> Tuesdays. Okay. Gotcha. It's Tuesdays. been hard to go Tuesdays. to church during the oh pandemic. Oh, my gosh. So yeah, that that's a, like huge, a win -win. huge win right there. Yeah. Thank you so much. Go ahead. And, and, and you know, it's and, and that was, that out of everything I've done, counting the Black is Beautiful beer, the Fragile Like a Bomb, the, the beer and Bible has been the most controversial thing I've ever done. You know? So what? Those are oh, all yeah. for me. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, beer and Bible, sign me up. So, yeah. you know, my, my thing is, is, you know, I got killed on social media because beer and bible saying you know that that it don't go together and i just told them don't come yeah right don't come. I don't just, come. we've been doing online church and they say whatever you have you can do for communion and we're like okay triple ipa yeah. we're yeah. there <laughs> there you go i yeah and you got we did the drive today it's not that far tuesday yeah. nights will be we were here. talking That's about it awesome. there's like not a good fit of like a safe church in person and an uh -huh. online church that we feel connected right. to so. and we've right. got this you know the sweetest and I hate saying like old couple. This, like, so when I picture a beer and Bibles would be, you know, a lot of people in their 30s or 40s that didn't nope. feel like going to church. No, it's the sweetest old people that are looking for that midweek Bible stay, that yeah. fellowship, getting to know wow. each other. And so it's just a small group. It's yeah. not big. Yeah. Um, That's and then two, on Wednesdays, two bit, two we, do, we teamed yeah. up with our city. We do a cornhole league here yes, at the brewery. We saw that. So, we saw that. We totally saw that. So the tables and chairs all moved out. They do cornhole in here. Yep. Thursdays, we do trivia. Friday's uh -huh. bingo. Saturday is always our beer release. <laughs> and then Sunday's our brunch. Yeah. So we entertain. I, I don't play in the league because, you know, usually I'm working or helping. All right. And then so I was like, you know what? I'm going to fill in for one of the guys. I'm going to play this guy. These guys. Right. I got smoked. I thought it was so good. I'm horrible. Oh, yeah. So. But yeah, yeah, so we we do. I mean, we're always give re a people a reason to, mm -hmm. to come to the brewery and, yeah. and and check it out. And I love it. Have a good time. That is yeah. awesome. Well, we should break here and then yeah. come back for the last Take two. Take a break. Questions. Come back. And we'll yeah. Last two questions. Yeah. So cheers, y'all. Right. Cheers, guys. Cheers, come back. Bye. Welcome back, guys. Thank yes. you for coming back. So, Jeremy, you uh, poured us the West Coast style IPA. Which uh, what's the name of it? Yes. All bitter. All bitter. Bitter West Coast IPA. So like, it smells delicious, yeah. by the way. Oh my gosh, and tastes delicious, guys. <laughs> I haven't great. tasted it yet. So it's, it's part of our, you know, like we. So everybody's no one's brewing a West Coast IPA, right? They're brewing yeah. a hazy, right. a juicy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. Oh wow. And so, so you know. Good. The bad thing is, is we called this name All Bitter because mm -hmm. I like the name All Bitter. It's <laughs> um, funny, yeah. It's not but it's kind of a juicy meets, you know, it's like a West Coast meets East Coast. But it's it's see through, like you can see yeah. through this IPA, oh, yeah, which sure. definitely looks like a West Coast. Yeah, but we people are like, well, 
why are you doing this? No, this is what people are doing. And I'm like, that's me. If you tell me to run this way, I'm going to run that way. Yeah, right? I, yeah. I don't want to do yeah. what everybody else is doing. Don't right? tell me what to do. Yeah, don't tell me what to yeah. do. It's super tasty. It's got the it's hoppiness, but it doesn't have that like heavy maltness. No. So yeah, I think really that's where clean. the yeah. juiciness comes so, in. And about. it's 9%. It's, it's a triple. Dang right? tasty. Ooh, yeah, so it, it, it does doesn't taste, taste like yeah. that at all. It does, I'm like, I would chug this all day. Po Post-run? Pre-run. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-run. Pre Pre oh, there you go. For sure. So Citra Mosaic Azaka. So, yes. you know, so those Great are hops. The, the three hops. And so uh, once again, we go back to like our Pilsner, like our series. Yeah. Or, or it goes back to we brew 100 different beers throughout the year. Um, with this one, what we're, what we're doing is we're doing an all bitter series. So we're only going to yep. brew it four times a year. Okay. So the Ooh. next one that we're getting, getting ready to brew, um, we're working on getting the hops mm -hmm. and we're either going to do all citra or all mosaic. Nice. This okay. next one. And then Very the next delicious. one will be either one or the other. Okay. Still and, good, good choices. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of the three, just, it's just one. Mm-hmm. And then just kind of keeping it, keeping it, you know, like, um, uh, you know, me personally, I'm not an IPA guy. No. I'm a stout okay. drinker. Right? Yeah. Right? I love it. Love it. All, all of it. All, beer. all yes. of it. I've never been able, and I'm, and I'm fine with it because I don't, you know, I, I, we just cannot brew a good hazy IPA. Mm -hmm. um, and, and when I say that, man, the breweries that are pushing them out in the DFW area, they're, they're killing it. Yeah, yeah. make good ones, and right. so like, if I'm not good at it, I'm not gonna brew it. Right, right. right. And we've tried, we failed. But was it the Mysterium? Stick. The mystical creature. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I had one that was not good one time. There was some that was good, and there was one that we had, and it tasted like liquid band aids. And I was kind yeah, of scared of nine hundred three for yes, a while. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, that brewer is no longer here. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it comes back to you know, you want to put it, push out quality products and right. you know, yeah. mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna stick to what you know and you, you guys know, owned it you said it wasn't yeah. good yeah. Right. and yeah. then i gave it a go again and you've made solid sense but i that love one, that I was yeah like, whoa <laughs> especially being parents with kids yeah. you know you make a mistake you own it move on you know if if I like, i'm, hey, I'm buying kids beer mistakes. <laughs> no not at all jamie not at all but if i'm like buying beer spending money yeah. and you're just gonna like blanket it and cover it up and be like meh like so, yeah. uh, we definitely respect. They didn't throw that like Cheeto dust was like, in there. Got it. Put it out. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on. Let's it. do it. Yeah. And we, you know, we apologize. But the thing, you know, I read a um, there was that like a uh, somebody posted this on social media mm -hmm. this week, and I was like, man, this is perfect. It was like McDonald's can screw up your order a thousand times. Mm -hmm. Yes. You're still gonna go there, mm -hmm. but a small independent business messes up once and you bash them for life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Fair, so guys. you know, Not the thing fair. is, is like Not with fair. us. You know, I am the first to admit I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say something that right. we may take so the wrong way. Yeah. But that's not how I'm in it. Not and, yeah. you know, if we brew a beer, you know, like um, the hardest part, this is what I tell everybody, you know, on a beer is we can brew a beer, mm -hmm. we can package it. It yep. can be amazing. Yeah. It's fresh. Mm -hmm. It come off the can line at 31 degrees. Mm -hmm. It leaves it. It goes to our distributor. It sits there for two or three days. Then it goes to an account. And it can sit on a warm shelf or cold shelf. Say it, say it's cold and it's not warm. Yeah. And seven days later, this beer can change. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, yeah. people go on Untapped or a forum and go, "How right. did you release this beer? Your <laughs> QA is horrible." And we're like, right. "Thanks for bringing it to our attention. We didn't know." Yeah. And there's something that just changes about it. Right. And so, you know, um, you know, the the thing is, is you know, we we actually now mm -hmm. is going into our eighth year. You know, we 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 started doing this about three years ago, maybe yeah. a little bit longer mm -hmm. is we document everything yes. and we look at it. Um, 
you know, we got a date coder on mm-hmm. our, our year round beers. Right. If they're seasonals, we don't because we know when we brewed, it's a one off. Yeah. But you know, if something's wrong, we store the beer hot, we store the beer cold. We, we taste it throughout the, the process and we want to know if something's good or bad. Yeah. yeah. And at the end of the day, we don't want you guys to spend 10 bucks on a six pack or, you know, whether it's eight ninety nine on a 12 ounce can yeah. and, and hate it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, right. but I promise you one thing, if you're listening, if you ever get a bad beer from us, I'm going to damn sure make it right. Yes. And, That's awesome. um, yes. cause I want to keep you as a customer, not just for once forever. Right. right. And you know, we strive for that mm-hmm. and that it's just being wiser. Like we're, we're going into our eighth year. Yeah. We yeah. know we've made the mistakes and right. we're, by no means are we perfect, mm-hmm. but we're better at what we do. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah. your heart shows. Yeah. yeah definitely. I, That's that, that, uh, for quality sure. control. Integrity, yes. <laughs> which we're doing it now, right? We're doing yeah, absolutely now. Yes. We're drinking yes. and talking. Oh, yeah, yeah. some great <laughs> stuff. Yeah. All right, so I believe we are on to our chunky yes. question. Yes, we are. Woo-woo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what was one beer that performed better than expected? Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So I'll tell you what it was. I uh, it was a barrel aged beer. Oh, um, okay. we got it. a, okay. uh, it was a Bordeaux barrel aged Sasquatch. Oh, and so, wow. um, it was, it, you know, whenever I, I said it, uh, give me just a minute and the name of the, of the winery will come off. It was out of Napa. And so they were like, it was not a true Bordeaux because it wasn't it's, from fa- France. Right. right? Yeah. And, um, um, it was a very expensive wine. Um, and, uh, I thought, man, this will not be good. So, like what's good with wine, like especially a, like a, a red wine is chocolate. So there's a lot of chocolate mm-hmm. that's in uh, Sasquatch. Yeah. And so I'm like, people aren't going to dig this beer. And then the label, like um, our our graphic designer at the time, he he drew it and it looked like a wine bottle mm-hmm. and it had Sasquatch <laughs> in the vineyard. And I go, that label <laughs> sucks. <laughs> no one's going to like this label. <laughs> And everybody else like told me you're wrong. It's, you know, you're dumb. This is an amazing label. And I was like, no one's going to like this beer. Well, guess what? Still today, everybody <laughs> says that's their favorite label. Nice. <laughs> what the hell do I know? I love and to this day, it. people are like, when are you going to get more Bordeaux barrels? Right. For Sasquatch? Yeah. Oh, and so the problem is when something does so well out of the gate, it's like, how do you reduplicate that? Yeah, right. right. And, exactly. you know, what? another one of my favorite breweries is Prairie. And okay. uh, the, the yes. guy that he started it, or he he no longer is as an owner of Prairie. He sold it. Um, he would wear a shirt to a beer festival, and it would always say batch one was better. <laughs> because people will still That's say, awesome. yeah, I like the first batch you did way well, better I love than it. this That's one. Awesome. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, the reason why we haven't gotten more Bordeaux barrels is because it was there's no way we can make that beer as good as it was out of that. Right. And so, um, I don't know, this is going to be something that I think in the future that we're going to do, but never in my mind what I thought that beer, that label would have been so popular, but by far it was it's, a home run out of the ice. <laughs> Nailed awesome. it. Yeah. So what's one beer that is one of your favorites, but didn't do so hot in the market? Um, Oh, so, uh, well, it's this right here. It's underneath this. It's it's called Republic of Texas. Um, ah. It was our light American lager. It was, it's, so I have the Cerveza label over it. <laughs> and, you know, we just had, we had some, some quality control issues with it. And we mm-hmm. thought that if we brewed a light lager that people would really love it. But it, it just, it didn't do so well. A Mexican right. lager 
is the most popular. It's one of the most popular beer styles. Um, I think Dos Equis and Corona outsell Coors Miller Bud. Yeah. And, and so Texas, yeah. <clears throat> Cerveza oh, yeah. Por Favor is way outshined. Republic of Texas, we spent all this money on all these printed cans. <laughs> and um, uh, But it's turned out to be a blessing because we still have cans now that are printed that say Republic of Texas. <laughs> but I thought that beer would do well. It just never did. It never, what we call in our industry, gained legs and just took off. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think you're the last part. Oh, yeah. So what is one style that you would like to see more in DFW? So I love uh, I love barley wines. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. And the thing is, <laughs> is it, yeah. and, and to say this, t- to the craft beer drinker, mm-hmm. basically it's the dad bod of craft beer. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody oh, yeah. likes right. it right. in a small right. group. I yeah. love it. But it ain't sexy, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not at all. I can see that, yeah. <laughs> it ain't sexy. I've got a dad bod, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, you know, same, same, so some, all of us. Some, some girls may say in a small group, like, hey, you know, Jeremy's a cute guy, but you're not going to see me on the cover of People magazine or, or Maybe. something. No, I've got, got, got a dad bod, right? So barley wine is the dad bod of craft beer. And so sure. uh, we, we, brew, we brew a barley wine, um, you know, uh, Pretty much every other year. It's called Trojan Horse. Yes. yes it's that's a, one of my favorites. It's a, yeah, it's yeah, a 14% yeah. barley yes. wine. And um, so I would like to see more breweries do more barley wines. And, oh, yes. Um, uh, and it's a, it's a style that I love. It's a high BV beer. Yeah. And it's kind of a break from the stouts, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, for, for me as a stout drinker um, and a high BV beer drinker, mm-hmm. I'd like to see more barley wine. Right. Same. Nice. But do them well. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, done well. Yeah. So now we're at the end. Oh, yeah. have, yeah. so it is a 9.03 time. <laughs> yes. So whatever you want to plug, this is your time. You know, shout outs, plugs, whatever. This events. Things events. coming up. Yeah. Beers you know, coming out. Bingos, Thank you, wife. Bibles. I love you. Bingo. Any of that Bibles. stuff. 9.03. And yeah, Whatever you want to say, this is yeah. the group. Bibles, trash not I, I definitely, I wrote down the Bible groups. We're like 30 minutes away. I definitely yeah. want to check it out. So, yeah. Jeremy, what can we do to help 9 to 3 and what's going on? So, this is what I tell everybody. People are like, say, well, you know, I don't see your beer out enough. I'd like to see more of it. Well, first of all, we're small brewery. Yeah. We are working on building a new facility that hopefully will be... In 2023, we'll be moved into, which sounds like a far way away, but it's only two years. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I was like, yeah. whoa. But <laughs> if, if you COVID time, that's like five days. Yeah. <laughs> and it's still in Sherman. Yes, yes. it's still in okay. Sherman. Okay. We're never leaving. Um, but ask for a beer, you know, yeah. you know, ask for a beer. But so, you know, we teamed up with, um, uh, you can find our beer on Tabor, which is an online beer. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. They, they buy, deliver, right? Yes. They buy a ton of our beer. So if you're listening you can actually get the Taver app, T-A-V-O-U-R. Yes. And you guys actually should reach yes. out to those guys and see yeah. about a sponsorship because they Ooh. love podcasts. I love it. And oh, yes. um, they uh, they can actually, you can get an app. Um, unfortunately, like where I'm at Sherman, I can't get Taver delivered to me. But in certain parts, um, uh, majority of the parts of the country that you can, okay, you can go on there. And they can ship beer directly to your door. Awesome. Uh, they pretty much get yes, every please. release that we do. Um, yeah. and even, really even help. barrel age and limited releases or not so much barrel age, but pretty much all the slushies. Okay. Really? Um, yeah. And, it's and it's, huge. It's, they it's don't really, blow up in shipping. Nope. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's really helped. It's helped our brand, right. Yeah. To get out there and more people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and so, you know, if you're listening, 
Um, so, you know, look for that Tabor app. But also, you know, we're statewide Texas. We're in Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, we're in uh, New, a lot of people don't know this. We're in New Mexico. Nice. We are in California. That's awesome. And we're in California. Washington. Yes. And That's then big. in wow. 2021, uh, uh, we will be in awesome. um, Colorado nice. coming up and then the Carolinas. There you nice. go. Wow. So, so look, you, you, you say you're a small brewery, but yeah. that's a big footprint. That's a big, okay, big so, footprint. Awesome. so here's the thing we brew a lot of unique high end beers, right? Yeah. So yes. we're not trying, and, and, and not knocking a lot of like, I mean, praise to, to Deep Ellum and what right, they've right, done right, right. and how they've grown and produced so much beer. But we're not going to be, we don't have that Dallas Blonde. We don't yeah. have that, or yeah, the Dallas Blonde, the Deep Ellum IPA. Yeah. So we have a lot of small releases mm -hmm. that are 400 cases mm -hmm. that we can <clears throat> send out all across, and then yeah. it's limited. So buy it because it's not yeah. coming out again. Yeah. Right. What's next? And what's oh, next? What's next? Man. And honestly, having the Dallas Blondes and like I would prefer an NO3s over right. the yes. small brewery with so large good. Sasquatch yes. arms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much better. Yeah. Yes, yes, I love definitely, it. Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Thank yeah. you so much for coming on and for sharing your heart. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 And, and definitely, you know, guys, we, I want to let you know that, you know, uh, Brisa reached out to Jeremy and confirmed earlier that we're going to meet. And he yeah. told me some concerns for safety with COVID. And we're we're complying with them. Like, of guys, course. 903, Jeremy, and the whole team being safe, guys. Absolutely. Yes. And friendly. And friendly. <laughs> yeah. Great beers. Knowledgeable. Great atmosphere. Knowledgeable non-apologetic and and it's not even like bad stuff that they have to be apologizing for if anything like guys come see just dress warm yeah. dress, <laughs> dress yes. warm bring blankets yeah. but guys it's 10 blankets awesome great stuff coming out clean you restrooms guys need to check out 903 yeah clean yeah, restrooms absolutely. for sure yeah. Great yeah. food, great atmosphere. Yeah, the bartenders were knowledgeable. Well, and everything you need—light beer, mm -hmm. slushy beer, stout beer—it was all up We've there. We've got it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's really for all everybody. there. Yeah, Bibles, beer, guys. bingos, kitties. Mm -hmm. Yeah, take the Bibles, time. Bingos. Come see them, guys. <laughs> it's absolutely great. Thank you, Jeremy, so much for yeah. Uh, yeah, meeting with for us. Thanks for coming on. Sure. Absolutely. absolutely. Thank you. Cheers, y'all. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Until next time, come see nine hundred three. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs>